Fortunos. It was a word. <laughs> Merci beaucoup, Pee Wee. Yeah. <laughs> yes, what, here we go. Nice and easy, quick start to a quick show. Well, not a quick show, but a quick hitting show. This is the Exploding Heads Horror Podcast, episode 20. I am here with my cohorts, my co hosts, my homies. I am here with the, the, the French. Canadian extremist Christian, how are you? Ah, I am good. All right. That's my French. I, I, that's a, I have that and je suis désolé. I knew you'd have something. Yeah. Okay. I knew it, Canadian. I, I knew you'd have something. <laughs> and I have no idea what that is. I could say what I said. I could say fucking menage a trois. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. It is French, right? It's got yes, it is. Yeah, it is. On the trois. Okay. Trois. <laughs> Cat. Another word for pussy. The trois. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why it hit me so late. And the, 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 I'm also here with the uh, the French pastry. Hey. Hey, I'm a, I have a big croquant bush. <laughs> I don't even know. A croquant bush we're is the French a pastry. Really good start. Yeah. Look up croquant bush. Yeah. I'm telling you. Is it, a, is it a Jewish thing? No, it's a French pastry. Oh, I thought, oh yeah. How stupid am I? A Jewish French pastry. Okay. My... <laughs> You're thinking of macaroons. Macaroons, yes. Hey, macaroon. Uh, uh, macaroons, that's... Uh, Pepe Le Pew. French toast. Wow. Well, okay, well, that's pretty good. All right, guys, everybody, this is an NFA show, which is no fucking around. That means no intro. That means all emails and voicemails and all that stuff that we usually do and Brandon's um contest or whatever the hell he's doing is... um. All going to be addressed on the next show. So Undressed on the next show? Ooh, this also means no fun. Wah, wah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> this is yeah. NFA, straight up. It's N-F-A-O-T-F. How about that? Now O-T-F? I'm lost. <laughs> oh, yeah? Hold on, I'll tell you what it is. It's a one-take fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Richard. Jesus. OTF. <laughs> Richard Simmons joining us for the French Extreme Show. Oh, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> it's a one-take fucker. Um, so, guys, uh, wow. if you don't know, now you know. We're going to do the French Extreme Revolution. We're going to talk about five, count them, five movies that are French Extreme. They came from France. They're extreme. They're well-known. And we're getting into <laughs> they're French, they're extreme. <laughs> nice, Christian. You're bringing it with those freaking French. Oh my God! Les Miserables. Yeah, Les Miserables. He's going through his whole repertoire in two yeah. minutes. 
<laughs> Rip a twat. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Do a twat is my favorite of the night so far. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> I've always thought that ever since I was a kid. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Uh, what are the five movies we're doing? Martyrs, Inside, Hot, pardon me, High Tension, so they don't bust my balls, Frontiers, or Frontiers, I don't Frontiers. know. Whatever, though, you want. Just call it Frontiers. Frontiers. Uh, <laughs> Frontiers. Hot. Huat. 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 H-U-A-T-E. Huat. Yes. Don't tell me. And um, Trouble Every Day. These are the five that were chosen. We're going to get right into it. Uh, okay, right off the bat, let me say this. We are going to try to go spoiler-free in, in most of them. Um, movies like Tension and Martyrs, I think things deserve to be addressed in the conversation. Things that, need to be addressed. Yes. People are going to want to hear them. I think that most people have seen most of these movies. Yeah. Anyway. So we're not going to sweat it. Uh, but we're not going to spoil for the sake of just talking about everything that happens in it, but only for those instances. So, you know, you can rest easy. The head's got your back. Hall of Fame might be at stake here. We must spoil some. Oh, yes. And and this is cutting-edge podcasting here, by the way. We are doing something. I don't know if it's ever been done. I mentioned it on the last show, and we're setting an alarm so the show doesn't go too long. And I love this idea. Thank you, thank you. I think it's, I really do. I think it's groundbreaking, cutting edge type podcast history here. I I, I don't know if it is, but I'm claiming it. <laughs> well, why not? Well, we got thirty minutes per film. I was gonna go forty, but these guys convinced me to do thirty. Now, hey, look, here's I'm the thing: I'm gonna hold them to it. These two yeah. guys are not gonna be able to do thirty for some of these movies. Maybe I'm wrong, and it doesn't matter because when the alarm goes off, it's like wrap it that's, up. That's it. Wrap it up. Give your grade. On to the next one. So I guess we're going to add the element of um, suspense, possibly. Maybe people are going to be sitting, listening to their podcast when it starts, and they're going to be counting down, saying, oh, nobody's mentioned that girl yet. Are they going to get to it? And Brayden's going to be going last in each review. (laughs) 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 Uh, We're at the 29-minute mark. Uh, Brayden, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What an asshole. Place your bets. I always am thinking of the audience. That's first and foremost. I've got their ear in mind. (laughs) Yeah, I've got their ear in mind too, and I'm not going to make a cheap joke with that. (laughs) We are. We're getting right into it. We really are. Let's do Um, it. The order is going to be. Well, what is the order going to be? I think we agreed on um, the first two are going to be. Uh, frontiers and trouble every day, and then we're going to move on to uh, tension. tension inside and martyrs to, to round it out. Yeah. Okay. Let's um, do it. Frontiers. Ready? Frontiers. Uh, yeah. Start your start your engine. Start your clocks, and um, the alarm is set and go. We're going all the way back to the year 2007. Frontiers, directed by Xavier Jens, a gang of young thieves flee Paris during the violent aftermath of a political election only to hole up at an inn run by neo-Nazis. What are your favorite topics, eh? <laughs> Always these y- you know, you know what? Um, and, and I'm going to get laughed at for this because I've, it's recently been brought to my attention that I bring a certain person up in every show. It's my movie <laughs> partner, my, my dad. Father. <laughs> my father. My father. Father. 
we watched this film together. We watched most of these films oh together. Oh my god! You dragged it like. Oh, does he like? He, li- he likes these films. He he actually was most disturbed by this one because of the neo-Nazi acts. Aspect. Oh, well, that kind of makes a little sense. And honestly, it wasn't the most disturbing to me. But no. But hey. But I'm everything's. A, I'm a self-loathing Jew. Hey. <laughs> everything's personal. Just like Brandon, we've talked about some movies before, where they hit you they hit you certain ways because it's just personal like when we talked about what was what what did we just do when we talked about uh before, before i wait yeah you know yeah and yeah. you took something personal from that and, and i did you know yeah. and you talked your ass off that show and i let you <laughs> hey i, I let you <laughs> <laughs> well no i enjoyed it i'm just saying he had a lot to say and it was personal to him and i i respect that and i haven't listened back to that episode but i noticed i do talk a lot i tried to trim it down but like sc's <laughs> voicemail it just <laughs> <laughs> became a monster into itself. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, I was gonna jump right to, I was gonna jump right into it. I was gonna say right from <laughs> right from the cover box of the film and the back art, it says, you know, that Frontiers is basically a mixture of hostile and saw. While I don't necessarily agree with Saw, except for like maybe the torture part, hostile is a great frame of reference. If you're a fan of that film, You'll want to check out this film. You know what I thought? I actually thought it was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with oh, a bunch of neo Nazis. That's the other thing I have written here. That's <laughs> the other thing I have written here. The German Sawyer family. Yeah, that yeah, really. Absolutely. That's what it was. It was like it, I think it's one of the most shocking wrong term movies made. And I, what I mean by that is like you know, oh, we got to you know meet up. Then it, it leads to their untimely deaths, and it's grisly, it's gory. Again, there's not one friendly neo Nazi amongst them. <laughs> there's never like I mean there's, there's I, I said this a Green Day a Green Day <laughs> Green Room Green Day yeah. American idiot yeah. <laughs> Green Room this is... you got a Canadian idiot tonight yeah <laughs> <laughs> waka waka hey alright but yeah they can never be nice they're always fucking so severe and so depraved and that that one leader but it is it's the Sawyer family just neo nazi yeah, I, ha- I have that written down here, but the listeners will never believe me. I went right for the, I, the cover art you. first. I believe you. The cover art? It's that girl, right? Yeah, I'm not the cover. On the back, you know, in the description, it had Hostel and Saul written as, like, comparisons. Oh. But I, I also wrote Texas Chainsaw because I thought the same thing. Oh, okay, when you say cover art, I was literally thinking of the cover, and I recall no, it like being uh, that girl. No, right? yeah, it is the girl, yeah. You know what that reminds me of? Yeah, it's mean. Time? What? Yes, Yasmin. That's always reminded me of the end of House of a Thousand Corpses. When the girl is walking away and she's just she comes up uh, from under after being underground and she's walking and then Captain Spaulding picks her up. That's the vibe I've always got from that picture. So I mean, you could just take a look at that picture and it's you know that's a final girl that survived something. That's what I got looking at it and then it ended up being that exactly. Man, she was terrific, that girl who played Yasmin. Man, just her just yeah. her sh- trembling and her, her shaking. Holy crap! Oh, yes. I was un- I was unsettled by her total melt, her total breakdown. It's a fairly straightforward movie. I think just they cleverly add a little bit of that political commentary at the beginning and the turmoil and whatever, just to give it a little bit. I guess just to give it a little bit more guts. And but the reality is, it's just the setup, and then really it just turns into uh, a very straightforward, not necessarily a bad thing. I actually movie. preferred it when it became more straightforward. The ride footage at the beginning, I thought, was a little too much. I agree. It was a little... 
a little crazy. Yeah. Little, yeah, it went on a little long, too. Yeah. Yes, it did. And me, of course, as usual, got a little bit confused as to what was going on. It seemed like there were too many characters. I was like, why is this happening? What's this going a, on? Was this first time watch for you? No, but it, but it is second time watch. Yeah, this was second time watch for me. Okay. But I remember I the first it. time. Same thing, Dave. It was Same just thing. too much... And I was like, what are they, what, why, this is not what I thought it was. What's with this political thing? Really, it's there to say this movie has something to say, but really, it, it doesn't. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's the setup to get them out and about. A clever way to do it, though. I thought it was a clever way to, like, these guys are not quite innocent. Uh, you don't know really, you know, everything they've done. And uh, I just love how they separate and they go to the hospital and they, they yeah. take off with the brother. Like, they, they cool. set something up really cool. But really, it was just to get them out and about and to rendezvous at this uh, neo-Nazi hotel. <laughs> yeah, you never really find out about much about what they did, but they evidently robbed someone and the brother got shot. And I guess that's good enough. It's, it is good enough. I don't it's have fine. To know. But here's something. Speaking of the way they set it up, it seems like they brought an angle into it. And maybe this is something I missed out on. But they had that thing with the, the, the couple bickering and there was like abortion talk going on. And then that... It seems like there was a drop thing, and it never came up in conversation again. Is it, that, came, it, came, it came up at the hospital when the brother was dying, and he says to her, have this baby. Yeah, but that was still the beginning. That was her brother. She was bickering with another guy in the movie about an abortion. Cause, yeah, well, that was Al Alex, was, was the father of the baby, who was the ex-boyfriend. Now, yeah. Alex is... Um, hold on. I, I did write... I wrote it down this time. I wrote down the, the hair color, so I know who was who. He had the shaved head. Shaved head. Okay, he was the short hair. Okay, so that's Alex. And he was the guy that was all... Was he the one that didn't want to screw around with the girls because I have a girlfriend? Or was that the other guy? That was Fareed. That was okay, uh, so that, didn't... that was uh, Raghead, as they called him. Raghead. He had little, blonde little, hair. little Raghead. No, the uh, he was like Muslim. Oh, so I'm thinking of somebody else then. So was Yasmin hanging with um her ex-boyfriend the whole time? Alex? No. Sort of. Well, yeah, remember, she, was, she was. She was with. Yeah, but she was with Alex. Okay, see, that's what I was tied thinking. up, and it was Tom and Fareed. Yeah. Okay. So the other. I was thinking you were talking about Tom. Okay. Now Tom was the one who was, you know, trying. Who was having sex with uh, Gilbert or Gilberte, however you say her name, the hot blonde. I do like her. Yeah, I do yeah. like her. Too. She's Mary crazy looking, eh? Yeah, she's crazy looking. <laughs> she's. Uh, very uh, aggressive. The, the the way she's very sexual. How they started going right at it when they got there. That's she teach me a thing or two. Hey. Right. <laughs> I just man, I'm, this is going to be a running theme. There are some very attractive women in these movies. Oh. Yes, there are. I, I think each oui. one has a hot girl in it. Uh, oui. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. For sure. We oui, we. Oui. And this no, whole thing like could have been avoided if uh, they maybe he didn't call them filthy whores. Because that's when the brother really got mad, eh? Yeah, what a fool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Getz. Getz. Oh. Getz, yeah, the freaking, uh, every time, you know what that reminds you of? Getz. You, you guys know those, those caramels with the with the white cream in the middle? Getz? No. I was thinking no. of Lethal Weapon too. Whatever Leo wants, Leo gets. Eh, you're caramel. <laughs> Leo gets. that's right. What about Bernard Getz? No. Nope. No, nobody? Okay, nope. it's all right. Back it's to the right. chocolate. <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. Oh. <laughs> Brandon's on fire, folks. Oh, hey. So far, so good. But 
Yes, you guys don't know those caramel things. Seriously, you never seen those caramels with the white in the middle and they're rolled up? No, no, no. There's no chocolate involved. They're just soft caramels. They're round, and then in the middle is like this white cream, and they're called Getzes. No, what Werthers are hard. These are soft. I know. Aren't you getting mad by the fact that I know they're called Getzes, but I'm still referring to them as every other candy? (laughs) So you do know what Getzes are. I feel like I've heard of them, but I can't eat them because they're German. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. support anything. Doesn't we won't drive a BMW? <laughs> I thought the scariest character in the whole film was the father. Oh, dude, yes. When the father comes into the picture, <laughs> that guy was so perfectly cast in this movie. He was. He was yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even think it was cast. Yeah, I think yeah, he I think was a Nazi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they found one that got away and be like, "Hey, you want to do this movie?" <laughs> that would be my pleasure. <laughs> now, were they a German family that spoke French? I or were they, they French were speaking, Nazis? I thought they were speaking... Were they speaking French or were they speaking German? It's Japan. a French movie, I assume. I don't know. The whole oh. thing's subtitled. Yeah. But I, I, well, it was, a, it was a French-German production. It went back and forth between French and German in terms of the language. Freaking dialect Jones over here. I don't know. No, I, I'm reading this. Believe me, I, oh. I, can't, I can't tell the I can't tell the difference. Well, I can tell the difference between French and German. German is such a freaking ugly language when you hear it. Oh, it's like they're clearing the throat constantly. Yeah. German clearing their throat. All the jaws. No, they don't do that. That's like the guys from Saudi Arabia. Hamed. Right. I don't want no hawking on my bread. We're fellow already. Hello. Uh, let's offend anybody that's not from Who North hasn't? America. Yeah. Right. Who has not been offended? What nationality? What, we'll um, get you. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, we'll hit you. We're like South Park. Eventually, we'll just get everybody. <laughs> get right? There's so many times, like, when they you think they're going to escape, and you just know, okay, how is this going to come back? Like that. There's that time where you mentioned House of a Thousand Corpses at one point with all those little, like, creatures. They're humans, but... I guess those were left. the children. Those were Hans and. Those were all um, the yeah. Those were all her children. Is that what? Oh they yeah, were? they were deformed. I, I thought the, they were just like the, other people. The retarded guy. Can I say retarded? You just did. Yeah. Oh, I guess <laughs> I can. Okay. Hey. You know um, the, the big the big dude. The pig guy. Yeah, Hans. Yeah, him and the girl who helped, who was kind Eve. of friendly. Eve. Now that's a total rip. Not a rip, but that totally reminds you of Hills Have Eyes. That whole situation. Yes. Yes, very much so. Everything about this movie, and I'm not dissing it, but a lot of this is inspired from other horror, and that's okay. That's fine. Yeah, it it is fine. When they do it right, right. when you do it right, they do it right. I mean, some of my favorite movies have been inspired from others, and yeah, you take if you could take the best pieces but make them your own and up the ante with the gore and everything like that. Like, and this movie does. Oh, the table saw? Table saw anybody? Holy shit. Now, let me ask you something, because I don't always have the best eye when it comes to kills, but with the table saw, I mean, I loved it. But with some of that, I mean, was that CGI? Hmm, I don't think so. Because it looked like some of the blood spray looked kind of off to me. I didn't didn't catch it. I didn't get a CGI, excuse me, CGI vibe from that at all. Okay, I could be wrong. Honestly, it just, for a second, I was like, oh, this looks a little, like, CGI splatter, but... Huh. I mean, I loved, you know, like, the hooks through the legs when, uh, when Alex got the tongs. Well, just like oh. Midnight Meat Train. Nothing is worse than seeing someone hooked up 
by the foot, like with a with one of those meat hooks, and then someone's trying to pull them off of them, <laughs> only to make it worse. Yeah, you're cringing with every movement. I'm thinking about it right now, and it's making me like woozy. It's just oh, so well done. <sighs> So well done. <laughs> so well done. And I don't think there's any CG. I, I, I really don't. Yeah, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, although, Brandon, I, I'm the kind of guy that I've noticed that, uh, and it's always a blood splatter, that, that something happens to be CG. So yeah, I don't, I don't really feel like I have a good eye for that. Like, I can tell when things are practical, but sometimes I can't tell if it's CGI or not. But it, it didn't affect it for me. I was just like, oh, it was still an awesome kill. Yes. But I think we all have to agree on the on the best kill in here being the, the, <laughs> the you know which one I'm gonna say the full head explosion. Yes. Oh, wow! Exploding yeah. head. You posted it. Oh. You posted it to the site. It was great. I forgot about that actually. I, I immediately like I until I, I saw it again and I went yeah that's us. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not only did I forget about most of the kills in this movie, but I actually thought this movie had a kill in it, which actually wasn't in it. So it must be a different movie I was thinking of. Because oh. I thought the pigs played a part in one of the kills, but I'm, I could just be thinking of Hannibal. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say Hannibal. Or but it, how would I refuse Hannibal in front, confuse Hannibal in Frontiers? Um, I didn't feel like I would. He's a German and they're yeah. Germans. In- he's German. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Hannibal. Uh, nine, nine. nine. <laughs> I, I'll tell you. Mine lecta. I think that. <laughs> I think that. Um. There's something stupid about these guys. I can say that in my lifetime, you know. Which guys? The family. Um, the, no, 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 no. The, uh, the the protagonist. Um, Tom and Fahid. Or was that their names? For Fareed. Fareed, okay. I thought I thought Fareed was actually a smart character. I thought it was funny that scene earlier in the film where where Tom kind of like tells him to get out of the car that he's keeping the money and he's bullying him, and in the end, Tom yeah. is like, Tom is the first one to go down and cries like a baby, and then Fareed actually hangs tough and is you know outsmarting <laughs> these guys for a while. Hides into an oven. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's never a good place to hide. It's an oven. Yeah, <laughs> especially a German oven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's for damn sure. Ouch. Was no no easy bake. That that was a good scene though too with with that oven because it was um Hans who put the oven on and you notice that you could even see like he was cringing almost like cuz he didn't know any better like he's yeah. you know he's, he's a simple giant massive he's a, grunt. Man. he's a grunt for the fans. Yeah, and and they treat him like one and it's almost like yeah. he didn't want to be doing it either much like his wife. And what about the mother? What was the significance of significance of that? And why were they force feeding her? It was kind of funny because the guy says to him, "He goes, you treat her as a dummy or something." Yeah, that was. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was basically like homage to uh, Texas Chainsaw. To Texas Chainsaw, to like grandpa. Yeah, it was grandma. Okay, you killed yeah. grandma. Okay. <laughs> Literally, so. just food, just freaking food oozing out of her uh, her pipe, her trach. Gross. How yeah, creepy ugh. is it when they're uh, crawling through and they're trying to escape from whatever they think is oh, in that dark ca- cavern and they're going through that tight little opening yeah. and I you breathe. feel the claustrophobia. Yeah, you feel oh, claustrophobic man. in that whole scene. Only to escape and get killed. <laughs> like, I mean, fuck. Yeah. Sorry. Spoiler. <laughs> well, whatever. The, the, no, I think the final goal. Sure yeah, yeah. I'm sure they know that people are getting whacked here and whatever. Yeah. No, but what I was trying to say earlier about the guys... Here's what they were stupid at. This is what this is what they should have they should have picked up on this. And I'm a guy, you know, I've gotten around a little bit. I've I've had nights where, you know, 
I got lucky in the strangest of ways, and it's been great when it's happened, and I didn't question, and maybe now as an adult, I wouldn't have gone to certain places with certain people, but, you know, it's just, but when they get to this place, first of all, they get that good line from, uh, what's her name, Gilberte, and she says, here, everything is possible, and right off the bat, okay, that's kind of a little, a little tease, a little flirtation, but within a half an hour, hooking up with the girl that, that quick, with, I mean, a very little bit of alcohol was involved. I think there was kissing before the booze even came into play. It just seemed to me that if I was there, I'm thinking, this is probably a setup. I think oh. it's that whole European hostel type thing. You think? You think people are just that loose out there? I don't know. I've never <laughs> been to Europe. <laughs> it seems that's how they portray it in the movies. Boy, I mean, like I said, I mean... But yeah, no, I, I mean, but Fareed seemed, like, aware. Like, he, he was kind of, like... He was a, he didn't want to do it. He was saying he I didn't want to do it, but he was right? also alert to, you But he know, was taking pictures of it. Yeah, he was. What kind of... And who is his girlfriend? Do we ever meet her in this movie? No, Was he no. just saying that? He, I mean, I'm sure he has a girlfriend, but he was well. just... He was the stand-up guy. Yeah, I think... He I was guess the he, nice guy. Yeah, the nice guy snapping pictures. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's real. What a sweetheart. Let me tell you. They're going up on the internet the next day, or he's blackmailing somebody, or yeah, who knows? Well, either way, I I found that I, I'm just saying I've been in, involved in lots of situations like that with women, and that was a little too quick and a little too let's go upstairs right right off the bat that I would be a little bit you know apprehensive about. I would probably probably be thinking. That they're gonna rip me off, not kill me or feed me to somebody or anything yeah. like that. Just rob you. yes, I'm, I'm gonna get robbed from these girls. That's the plan because they weren't even a business. They were just a place they happened upon. They had food and they said, "Okay, you could stay your animal. We're gonna fuck you." I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with it. I mean, it's great, but is this heaven? <laughs> right. Exactly. Is this heaven? Right. That, that's nope. what I mean. <laughs> not quite. Yeah. What about Carl? We haven't talked about Carl. Carl shows up. Everything that's when everything really changed. As soon as that guy came in, dressed like a cop, and like, okay, this is the cop, and he's like, You're messing with my sister. The, o- the only son I'm proud of. <laughs> <laughs> he was sort of like, well, I guess he was being groomed as to be the, the next leader. Yeah. Yeah. But there was that power struggle because you thought that, you know, I mean, in reality there wasn't a power struggle. I could see why Carl was the one selected, but it seemed like, you know, Getz w- w- was the, the heavy. He was the muscle and he kind of thought he was in charge he wasn't dumb muscle like he was talking about how i'm in charge don't listen to me you know when he's looking for the uh yasmin in the in the locker right in the meat locker which was a pretty good scene what, that's, that's what i'm scene. saying he was the heavy there that as soon as you see that scene i don't care and this is not a sexist comment because I, if it was me in that scene and i got punched i would have been out for the count she takes how many punches like yeah. he fucking lays in on her with i think two or three cracks across the face and she still keeps coming back yeah in the movies they tend to take yeah. punches a lot easier there's there's oh. another film we'll cover later on yeah. that oh, yeah. where, <laughs> where a person takes a beating that honestly you shouldn't have been alive after the first one let alone 15 beatings <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true what about that the players of the achilles that was freaking awesome the tongs Get me oh. the tongs. And I was like, what the oh. hell are the tongs? <laughs> oh. oh, man. Cringeworthy. Yeah. Oh. It always is, no matter what movie. Yeah. Fucking Kill <laughs> Bill, this. They've done it in, well, Child's Play. Yep. Oh, not Child's Play. Pet, um, Pet sorry, Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Sorry, why did Child's Play? You're funny that because you thought, did it. Yeah. Pet yep. Cemetery. 
Yeah. And, oh, no matter what do. movie it's in, it's f- always. It's because Gage is like a little Chucky doll running around. <laughs> he does look like a little Chucky. Basically, yeah. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, uh, again, when, when she escapes initially and she hitches a ride, that whole scenario, I mean, that's something we all knew what was coming there. I mean, before we saw, when you see who it is, yes. But, I mean, when that happened, we all know what was going to happen. When she's hitching a ride there, I mean, that's become still... a trope. That's like yes. right out of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, and whatnot. It just—it just seems like they could have done a different, something different there. But I guess what at that point? But at that, yeah, point, I don't care. Right? Yeah. It doesn't anger me at all. I'm just—you know—it's just that you see it and you still know it's going to come. Yet the movie amps up the gore well and it has enough of its own thing with the with the. It's just—I don't want to say fun, but it is. It, it is a fun movie to me. It's a it is fun. No, it is. This this one's probably one of the more fun ones. <laughs> so weird to say. It is because <laughs> I mean I mean they're all extreme. They're all I mean they're good films. It's just some of them aren't easy to watch. This one's not. This one's a pretty much a straightforward horror movie. Yeah. Even though with just extreme gore. Yeah, but I mean, say that it's it's French extreme. That's what they do. That's going to be yeah. a running theme here. That's these are gory movies, bloody and gory. But they never sacrifice story just for the sake of, of extreme violence, which is why I tend to like the French extreme films rather than certain other countries' extreme. That's true. I, I can see that. There is story here. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not just gore for gore's sake with no plot. It's, it basically turns into an action horror film. Well, especially with the, where they bury out the guns and just start gut, like hunting them down <laughs> Rambo style. And, but there was some, 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 some suspenseful scenes. Excuse me. I was like, well, I turned into Porky Pig there. But it was <laughs> it was fan. Like, you're on edge. Do you feel oh. like they should have done more with the children? Like, maybe have the children be involved in a kill somehow? Surprised they didn't, actually. I'm surprised they didn't either because, I mean, the whole setup is that, you know, the children are living down there. They're basically they're cannibal children. They chose to go with pigs instead. Oh, they, you think they eat the pigs? No, they focused on the pigs instead of the children. Is all I'm saying. That they... no, I'm just saying it would have been cool if, like, a, if they fed one of the one of the people, one of the protagonists, to the children. Oh yeah, of course it would have. Yeah, maybe they they kind of dropped the ball a little. You went like... all found footage down in the tunnels. Yes, well, they, they was. They very... set it up, and then that whole scene where she's in like the the meat locker, so to speak. Like you figure there should be more coming out of that, but it never never comes. Yeah. Well, did you see how many bodies they had in there yeah. too? That's ridiculous. They had like freaking a couple dozen bodies in there. No, did they establish that they were cannibals? <laughs> or I think it's just implied. I don't think they yeah. ever. Oh, actually... they're they're cannibals because that's what they're eating for dinner. Well, they do say something at one point. You're right. I don't remember what, but I know something was said when they were eating in the. Dinner. Yeah, when Furry's like, I can't eat pork, or something, <laughs> and I don't know. He makes reference that it's not pork; not it's pork. cooked in pork fat. Yeah, it's... pork fat. Pork paws fat. <laughs> what? Are you okay? Uh, yeah, I said pork fat, but I said pork fat. Oh, okay. So I so I said pork paws fat. That you were pulling a porky pig over there. Holy you Nazi cannibals. Well, the it ends with tech, it ends very Texas chance of massacre too. To be honest, I mean, uh, she gets away in, in like you know totally hysterical and. Uh, and I feel like the end kind of ties in the whole beginning footage. I feel like that's the only time where it ties it in. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming 
they're not there waiting for them. They're there exactly. because there's they're there. issues happening. Yeah, because they're, they're doing like a roadblock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but she's never been happier to see. Yeah. See them. I'll tell you, I really love that shot. The, the way it looks when she's out there and it starts raining and the rain's coming down and she's mm-hmm. there and she's looking up. It's just a great shot. Just that, that whole sequence. It just And it happens again in another movie where there's something about the rain. I don't know what it is when the rain comes down in France, but... <laughs> well, no, the, just, the rain in France stays mainly in the pants. <laughs> I was going to say the The pants, cinematography, <laughs> so I don't get fucking destroyed over here, again, <laughs> is amazing in this movie. It actually looks great. The editing is good, but they resort to that fucking music video editing a few times, a lot of flashes and spe- spe- and it, it's distracting. It t- kind of takes it out of the movie a little bit. I, I'm not, uh, if, if, did I take marks away? Maybe a, a half a point tops, but I agree with that, with the yeah, editing. It just, it didn't need it. It didn't need the, yeah. the flashy editing. And that was the only, the only thing from a production sort of standpoint that bothered me because the movie looked great. Yeah. And, and it didn't, and it definitely wasn't like boring. The pace was fine. Other than the beginning. The first five minutes actually don't do the movie justice at all. They're no. almost a bit of a chore to get through, but then yes. once you get through them, it, it, it takes off and it's uh, and it's quite like I said, straightforward in the way it, it goes about its storytelling. But that's there's nothing wrong with that because once again, it, it it actually delivers a lot of shocks and surprises. Yes, it's it's good stuff. It definitely is. I uh, like I said, it, it's nothing new. It's nothing we haven't seen before, but it doesn't matter because it's done just right. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, that, that's worth something. I can't complain about the movie at all. Like you said in the beginning, yeah, the first five minutes, especially for a guy like me. I can't, I don't like action movies and I don't like all that. I usually can't <laughs> keep up or, or, or I just zone out of it. I'm just, I lose interest. And that was a little bit weird. As far as the editing that you guys are talking about, I didn't notice it. I don't remember. I don't have any notes on it. I, when I think about the movie, I don't recall that. But I think I'm actually a fan of that, that, that quick cut editing anyway. So I just, maybe that's why. I, just well, I think that just made it feel more like more action-y. I guess that was sort of like the, the tone. Now, I get confused. What is the actual difference between tone and mood? Tone is how the director wants us to feel, and mood is how we actually feel? Hmm. Oh. Does anyone a good know? question, yeah. No, I mean, well, mood... I I, I would interject. I would probably confuse the two as being the Whereas same. Whereas tone, the look of the film, like the lighting and... well, I think tone is a feel. Mood is a feel. I think to me, mood I, is I deeper. It's more serious to me. It's more... There's more to it when it comes to mood. But what do I know? Just I just feel like the tone of the film, how it was, I guess, set up from like a director's standpoint, is this is supposed to be a more, I don't know, gritty sort of actiony hor- straightforward horror film cuz th- i mean this subject matter could have been played you know much much darker yeah i mean could've... given the fact what you got you got cannibals you got nazis you, i mean you got a, a lot of stuff here that you know if talking about it a, you can almost laugh dir- <laughs> but it's that... not funny i mean talking when you say it like that you're almost like well, how's this movie not ridiculous but it's you you don't find there's not it's not played with for comedic value at all. No, there's no comedy, but there's I don't know. It's not as extreme. Good. Like I feel like if one of one of the directors we're gonna cover coming up soon had cover had done this story, she would have approached it and made it a, an extremely disturbing film. Yeah. 
I, I feel you. I could see it you know, in a You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, so, I mean, I get confused between tone and mood, but, but basically I just felt like it was a little bit lighter. Even though there is no comedy whatsoever, no, and that's a big plus. And the performance, and I mean, like I said, you know, Yasmin's performance really stands out. I mean, everyone does a good job in it, but man, she, you know, mm-hmm. especially towards the end of the film, her just progression, she's just lost it. And did you notice that? I, I noticed one of the common themes in two of the movies, and oh my god, yep. that alarm scared the shit out of me. Uh, it's supposed to. Good. Wow. <laughs> I was just. I was just going to say that they love to give really bad haircuts in France. Oh, wait a minute. Bad. I thought she looked hotter with the short hair. Yeah, funny. No, enough. but it's just, you know, they just grab you by the head. I, I don't mean bad like she looked bad. I mean, she, she, she's a pretty girl. you got to but... stop. you got to yes, stop. R- r- let's rate and move You're right. on. Yep. Rate. I'll go I'll first. Go. Okay. I'll go first. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I say 8 out of 10. It's an 8. Um, I'm exactly there with you. F- fun movie, 8 out of 10. I come in a notch higher than you guys. I'm 8.5 out of 10. All right. I expect you to be a little higher on all this. really right? enjoyed this film. Again, seen it again. It was, it, was a, it's, it was just as good as the first time. Nice. Yeah. It was so far in between that one and this one for me anyway. It's been like seven years at least, I think, since. But when did this first come out? Seven? 2007, yeah. Seven, yeah. So I saw it when it first dropped. Maybe eight because it's from France, so you're not so sure exactly when we get it here, but... I haven't seen it since. So all I remember is that, yeah, whatever. We got to get out of it. Eight out of ten, eight out of ten, eight and a half. I expect Christian to come in higher on every one of these tonight. <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> no, nah, maybe not everyone. Maybe not, no. Which, actually, okay, let me set the alarm for the next one. Because this one, I have a feeling Christian will not come in the highest on this. So. I have a feeling he won't either. All right. The next movie is Trouble Every Day. Yes, Trouble Every Day from 2001, directed by Claire Denise. Shane and June Brown are an American couple honeymooning in Paris in an effort to nurture their new life together, a life complicated by Shane's mysterious and frequent visits to a medical... Hold on one second. I accidentally hit the page up. To a medical clinic where cutting-edge studies of the human libido are undertaken. That's, you know, this is IMDb's description. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say his, his visits are frequent, and I wouldn't, I mean, yeah. you, do, you do pick up on the fact that while they are there for their honeymoon, that clearly Shane, played by Vincent Gallo, has another ulterior motive for being, being in Paris at this time. Well, yeah, yes. I mean, there's, there's no mystery. It comes right out. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you you never you know this movie is driven more by by its feel and by you know its visuals, its aesthetics, rather than by its plot because just they just don't give you. I feel like they don't give you enough. It's, to me, this is this is almost like I I didn't and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I hated this film at all, but this to me is almost like how Christian felt about possession in that maybe it's a little too vague. Like it's, like we we all think different things. And this one kind of needed maybe a little bit more substance, a little bit more plot. It's funny that you say that because mm-hmm. I, I compared it. But my review, funny enough, I enjoyed it more for whatever yeah. reason, even though it was like, here's a couple of my first two notes. Vincent Gallo is fucking intense. He's he just intense looking. He's intense in his performance. It's something about him. He's intense. The movie yeah. is fucking slow. There was no ifs, ands, or buts. It's slow. You're it's good at, slow. You have to go in knowing that, and your enjoyment of the movie 
hopefully will go up just knowing that you've got you just got to let it play out because I went in not knowing anything other than that um, I think Jeremy is a big fan of this movie and I know that through you Brandon and, yeah I bought it for him <laughs> yeah and then we decided to add it as the fifth movie instead of them so I went in not even knowing what this movie was and I was I was willing I just said you know what I'm just gonna sit back and let the movie take me in but yeah, immediately well, I was like fuck this is slow <laughs> Yeah, it is very slow, and we threw it in, you know, obviously also because it's one of the earlier of the new French extreme films from 2001, but the one thing I did know going into this is I've seen interviews with this director, with Claire Denise, you know, she's she's a well-known French director, and I've seen her talk about film and analyze film, and she's very methodical and slow even in in her approach to talking about film, so I knew her films were more art house rather than going to be straight up, you know, extreme gore and that's, i mean not, not that there isn't extreme gore in this it's just that it's, it's a different type of extreme in in this yeah, it's there is some yeah. there's just not enough for me yeah yeah i mean but I, I really did feel going into this like i knew like there wasn't gonna be it wasn't gonna be frontiers yeah i didn't know a damn thing i because it was my first time i knew I, nothing about the movie either though this right. was the first time for me too but i just i just kind of knew when i go in i was actually pleasantly surprised to see that it was only an hour and a half it feels longer. And I, and I, it I'm does. sounding like I, I hated the movie, which I actually didn't, but it feels longer. Yeah. <laughs> it's that. the shortest running time, but it felt the longest. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, they were all, they were all roughly about an hour and a half. Uh, yeah. I think all these movies clocked in. Maybe Murders was about maybe an hour and 40. Yeah, High Tension was under an hour and a half, I think. Oh, wait a minute. Trouble Every Day, I think, was an hour 40, to my knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I like the pa- a- the parallels between the two couples. You really don't get an idea what's going on, but you know, with the opening scene with um, oh, uh, what, what's the actress's now name? Who, my girl Beatrice. Uh, yeah, Beatrice yeah. Well, from who was, who was in Inside. Yeah, uh, she, 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 you could have her because she's I, fucking nuts. <laughs> she's awesome. Yeah. She is nuts. Now, when I saw her, now when this movie, I had nothing. You know, like I said, I knew nothing about it. But at first, you see this girl, yeah, and you don't know who it is at first. I didn't know who it was at first. I see the boots, and I'm all, and I go, "Oh, this is kind of sexy. I like those boots. This <laughs> looks good. I like girls that wear boots like that." Oh, I like boots. Those yeah, boots well, are made for walking. Ooh, sexy those... boots, yeah, they're made for something. Them be kinky boots. They are, man. I dig it. <laughs> then I get up, and I'm like, "Oh, it's Beatrice." I was like, "All right, I'm on board." And then, of course, she's crazy because she always is, and she's oh. crazy in real life. Yeah, because she's. Uh, cokehead. <laughs> Whatever I would she like is. her to fucking eat me, that's for sure. Ah, uh, see, so you're with me. All right. All right, girl. I so lips and I was like, boing. I was oh. really into the uh, the girl who played the... Uh, the wife? The hotel maid. I, they're all oh. pretty girls. Oh, the wife yeah. was hot, too. And the, the wife, maid. Is. This is, you're talking about, you talked about it, Dave, the last movie. Three hot chicks in this one. And it depends on not, like, but Beatrice is hot. Like, I just worry that, like, you know, my skin would get stuck in between the, your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> That's Michael Strahan's distant cousin. Oh. oh, it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> and, and, and with girls like that, it, it almost seems fitting. I don't know. She's just something about not not as much in, in this movie. She's just whacked out and doing cannibal stuff, and and she doesn't speak much. She doesn't do it for me in this movie the way she does in Inside for whatever reason. But I still enjoy seeing her nonetheless. But, you know, that's Beatrice. It's just, this movie you would think would flow faster, 
considering you're bouncing between the two couples. You're going yeah. between beaches. And at the start of the film, clearly right. she's eaten a um, truck driver. Yeah. yeah. Like she's literally it sitting opens, in the woods. It opens very in like very, very intriguingly yes. intriguingly. And the, the the husband being the doctor, covering for his wife, like you're it's very intriguing. Yeah. Then you meet Vincent Gallo and his wife. Yeah, and there is that little dream flashback sequence and or or permanent or you just you're like I don't know what it is. What is that? It's and then it's, you're like it's his um it's his lust. For, yeah, for blood t- taking over, and he's envisioning his his wife. That's right. He's okay. envisioning June covered in blood. Okay. Yeah, he had the lust. He's suppressing it because he's taking the pills. No, he didn't suppress it enough because you know she had a big bite mark on her arm, then oh, on her yeah. shoulder. Right. Then right. nothing. <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest here. There's right. there's a lot of nothing, because the only thing I cared about was the Beecher's character uh, and what was happening with her and the the two guys. It was like everything's moving like clockwork here. The husband leaves and they notice that she's locked up, and and they are trying to get in to see her. Very intriguing. But we keep cutting back to Vincent Gallo and his wife, and there's nothing progressing. I, I Again, we can argue this, but he's trying to call the clinic, and that's all he seems like he does for an hour. <laughs> I know, I know, and they're showing the clinic, they're showing the stuff yeah. on the other end, they're showing him calling, they're showing them on that side. They're showing beakers, they're showing plants. <laughs> yeah. They're showing like the brain slicing. What is this, a show on botany? Yeah. <laughs> The brain slicing was pretty sweet, though. I oh, that was nasty when they were pulling out all the, uh, yeah. well, I don't that know was, what it is, all that. Yeah, the entrails. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of sick. But something about the way the brain looks in the situation, you don't see it much. I, I find it, I'm kind of attracted to it. It's cool looking to me. The color of it and the shape of it. Yeah, I, I want to freaking, yeah, I want to bang a brain. Yeah. I want to put my wiener in it. <laughs> I want so, a brain fuck, yeah. <laughs> Total mind fuck, right. <laughs> mind fuck. Man, why did I think of that? Nice. Uh, I kept getting confused between the maid and the employee at the freaking, at the clinic. I guess I was... I, I got confused with that, too, for, for a sec. Malakot and Christella. That, that's more than I knew. All I know is I was getting confused. I didn't know if he was banging the one. What was happening? Why is he on his honeymoon? Why is he going after you? Yeah, he was very in love with this girl. Very much in love. Then as soon as they got into the hotel, his demeanor changed. And I couldn't figure out why. And well, I, I, It was weird. It was like the minute they got in there and he, he makes like the maid carry all the luggage. Yeah, that was funny. He's carrying a little bag and she's carrying like two pieces of luggage. And I'm like, okay. But like, you know, they present her as like somebody who's really just, I don't know, lost. But then they show the scene where she gets on the bike with her boyfriend when she leaves. So almost like she's happy outside there, but she's still drawn to... To Vincent Gallo's character, to to Shane. I don't know. It's the hotel. As soon as he gets in the hotel, what what is this? The Shining? Well, they don't well, go that's anywhere. What I that's Room the three, three two one. They should have called this. They're not. They're on their honeymoon. They don't go fucking anywhere. She starts going out by herself because right. He, well, he's scared. Yeah, because he even says to her, "I would never hurt you." Yeah, that which, but he's when, when she's in the tub. Is that when she's in the tub and you see the bite mark on her? Yeah, you see the bite mark on her a couple times. He's looking. He's looking at her all naked, yeah. all naked, <laughs> all naked, all naked and you. such. I don't know. Too much was just overlooked. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's it. There you go. The, the, you know where they stayed at? They stayed at the overlooked hotel. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just don't know. It seems like as soon as they get into that damn hotel, things yeah. change, and I don't exactly know why. Then he's laying down, and it looks like he's freaking. 
humping his hand, not he even was. masturbating, humping he, his hand, and then taking was. the pills. And then we just kind of eventually figure it out by these conversations that he has, which it seemed like there was, it, it took too much to get to the point. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was, right? Didn't it, felt it, seem like, it felt like a, a nice idea. It's a great idea. Yeah. Drawn out that was maybe a short film that they drew out to feature length. And unfortunately, there's enough here to make it a feature length movie, but they didn't go with anything. Like it just, like almost like it was intentionally done. I, I don't know how else to word it. Like, I was just like, it was, yeah. it definitely was. I definitely feel like this filmmaker intentionally is so obscure in her approach. So minimalist in her it's, approach. It's frustrating, though. It is. It is. It, it was frustrating for this because yeah, this, this is one like as much as I do enjoy art house films and I like to think every once in a while, you know, you still you still need more substance to to make it a, a, a little bit more meaningful. Yes, and see that here. Okay, here's the thing. Historically, growing up, I was not into art house films. I, I've developed um, an affinity for them over the last five years. Most of that is for the look, though. Not so much the plot. But, yeah. you know what I mean? I, but in this movie, it's it's artsy, but it's artsy in a way, and I've, I've said this before, and I think I said this when we were doing Possession. Art is subjective. One guy's going to look at it and see something amazing. One guy's going to look at it and see a mess. And that's just what it is. But this movie, it didn't have the, the technical prowess that other movies have. Like the witch, and 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 like the shining, and movies. Clickety clackety did that. Clickety clackety. You know what I mean? In a movie like Darling, which to me, I like to look at them in their art house, but I appreciate all the technical aspects of yeah. it. Yeah. There, I mean, it, there was nothing special about the cinematography here. I no. mean, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying it wasn't art house enough. It was art house it was in more a way. Film. It's it's weird. That's what it is. It's we- like at least possession was weird, but it had these technical aspects yeah, that I like to see that I can marvel yeah. at. Where this didn't have enough of that to suck me in. So yeah, can I tolerate an art house film with a little bit of a confusing plot if if I like to look at it? If it's style over substance, yes. But this didn't have enough of either. And yeah, they went because they had the two storylines. Because <laughs> they had the two storylines. That's the problem. They had, you know. Um, yeah, they never June, met up. June right? and Shane, you know, and, and Shane's, you know, even the scene on the plane, it's very uncomfortable. You don't know what's going on. And he keeps saying, I'm happy, I'm happy. Right, and nice. then you have the scene with um, Corey and, and Dr. Leo, and she's basically saying to him, I don't, I don't want to live anymore. I want to die. I, I don't want to wait anymore, meaning she doesn't want to wait anymore for his research and to, to find a cure for whatever it is that they have. And, and she's like, I, I want to die. And, and both of those scenes are intense. It's like they could have just on the movie almost where it could have just been Leo and Corey's story. Right. And it should have been little, more straightforward. Corey, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> but even Corey. at the end, <laughs> without, without giving too much away, at the end, I feel like his arc is kind of incomplete because we're not like, I, I know things have happened and he's done things, uh, but I still don't understand. I don't think that's going to bring him happiness what kind of feel did you get from the end because i got a sense of dread yeah i guess I okay. just, maybe that's what it was like i read something that they said this was going to finally make him able to enjoy and appreciate his wife i did not get that i did not get that from this movie i thought if anything it was going to make him now more susceptible to acting 
on his impulses more. Yeah, basically, that's how I took it. I yeah. took it like, okay, like all of a sudden at the end, okay, now he realizes the only way to to be safely with his wife is to lead a life like Corey was leading. <sighs> yeah. I didn't get that. That's what I got from I, it. I didn't get dread. Really? I, I, I got relief. I got relief that it was over. <laughs> the movie you were just glad the movie was over. <laughs> yes. I was like, okay, wrap it up. I waited far too long for an amazing sequence, which well, even though it was amazing, it didn't make sense because no, I don't give a – I don't care. If that, somebody yeah. bites you in the neck while you're going at it and you're a man – and again, not just like what Christian said before. It has nothing to do with sex. But if you're a man and there's a woman on top of you and she bites you in the neck, you're not going to continue to lay there and let her go to town on the rest of you. And you're going to push her off of your body <laughs> and you're going to run away or do whatever you got to do. I don't care how hot she is. And it yeah. wasn't that. that was it was a great scene, but it didn't make sense that the guy would just lay there and let it happen from and one And she bit his tongue out. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, then it's, followed up, it's followed up by... Like when when um, Vincent Gallo's character gets there, like instantaneous, like Inferno, like that was fucked. Yes. No. Yes. Like I mean, yeah. it just literally, and all of a sudden things just went on fire, and it was it, well, like bad CGI. <laughs> it was yeah. bad CGI for that. Well, what it was is she was playing with the match, and she was she was basically I think committing suicide, and think she was mainly thinking you know she'd take him with her, and I feel like that's why she was maybe pulling at him. But he overpowered her and got away. And just so, walked out the back door. And then the husband came back and was like, hmm. Yeah, is just that, stares is that around. fire in there? Yeah, that, it was just, my wife yeah. still in there? Like, it was just the weirdest <laughs> look. And then cut away. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, and, for such a and for such a sympathetic character who's doing so much, you know, for, for, for what you get the impression it's been a while now. Yeah. For a long period of time trying to help his wife out to just walk in the house and just kind of nonchalantly be like, Maybe it's a sense of relief because it's over. Yeah. I, and Okay, it was art house. It, it, whatever you want to call it. That whole scene with the maid when he gets her at the locker and they go at it and then oh, it's a word. That's just, there you go. That's arty stuff. But it's just not my kind of arty stuff. I, I need more than st stupid shit to happen that without seemed, That scene made me uncomfortable, though. Made me that uncomfortable. And then no one she, comes in, though, either. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, nobody. Yeah, I mean, there was a rush of some, another maid coming in. Big deal. Some chick making eight dollars an hour walks in and runs away. But what's the clearly, suspense there? She Come was on. clearly attracted though to to, to this character because otherwise she would have screamed when she saw him walk in. And then it turns into all sexiness. I mean, she she looked good. And yeah, then, she did. I mean, and then it get, and then it gets. She uh, tasted good too. <laughs> oh man, and that just that just gets very uncomfortable. Her screaming is just. Oh, oh. it's horrible. And it comes yeah. up all. all. Her screaming. What about the guy? The noises he was making with freaking... Uh, uh, he was, he was like, gasping for air. Yeah, I don't know but, what he was doing. I don't know if it was ecstasy or he was freaking dying or... And that's funny. I think that's I probably intentional from this director. Is is it yeah. ecstasy or is it agony? Or what's the difference? And I'm cool. Hey, look at that. Deep. Yeah, it is deep. <laughs> I can dig it. There, <laughs> dude, there is a movie here. They just should have done... They could have tightened it up. And made it a little more straightforward as to what was going on. And because it's a good idea. I love the whole idea of having to yeah. suppress it and the cannibalistic urges and all that. That is a good story. It's original. I dig it. Just the execution. And it wasn't like the director took all kinds of time to set up magnificent shots. So that you can't even give me that as an excuse. It oh. was just one of those movies that's weird for weird sake. And to me, some people find art in it. I happen to not. I'm not going to trash it. I'm not saying it's a, it's a piece of shit. It's just 
like I said before, it's it's art. And I it's, think it's there's something. something I think there's something there, but I think the well, film ultimately is more of something that the director has to tell you what 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 it is. Honestly, for me, because we could analyze it, you know, for days on end and come up with our own thing, but she clearly has something definitive in here that she's trying to say. You know, whether it's yeah. about like you know women's inferiority to men or men's power over women. You know the the whole libido thing. Well, I I'm giving a pass for that. I do. I do. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, look, I'm this is shitting a, on the movie. Yeah, this was the first time watch for all of us. I'm not saying it would definitely get better with multiple watches, but it, it is the type of film that usually at least makes it more understanding with multiple watches. Unfortunately, I I say this a lot. I probably will not watch this movie again. I, I got to be honest. I'm not sure if I will either. I don't yeah. own it. I, 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 it was on Amazon Prime. Maybe one day if it's still on Prime, I'll, I'll check it out again. But I felt the same way as you, Christian. It just it dragged a little bit. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, none of us are going to watch it again. And I felt like the wife almost – she almost felt like a throwaway character. I don't know. You're right. And that, uh, you're though. absolutely right. She was gorgeous. But it was yeah. like they didn't know what to do with her. She was yeah. there because they needed her to – as part of his arc, like yeah, otherwise, she was, yeah, yeah like, she was there in her sixties dress. She looked like uh, from <laughs> Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> she was cute, though. I mean, well, she yeah. was. It was. It was. She had to be there, obvious. I, and you, you did feel pity for her. I mean, remember when she went? And she visited her, her friend, and she was talking about. And then the, the, they saw the picture, and he goes, "Is this? Does he still look this way, or so, is he still this or way?" Or is this the same Shane? And she's like, this, "I wouldn't know." She's yeah. like, I, "I wouldn't know." So there is something there. They just. I would have actually preferred they spend a little more time on that than yeah. all the lab shit. Which yeah, they never they didn't spend enough time on on things that they needed to spend more time on. Well, I guess you 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 get from the relationship. And I get, maybe this is straightforward. Maybe not. You know, obviously she's we were, we all have commented how hot she is, yet he can't fuck her. He can't, or he he, he just he won't find her attractive. He can't, or he tries, or it gets to the point, and he has to go jack off into the, the washroom, and because he has to visualize blood or, or whatever it may be and he can't bring himself to experience pleasure with her that's why at the end after the whole scene with the maid you're left to think well he'll never be happy with his wife unless he kills his wife or, or gets in this yeah. that's how i took it sure. that's why i got that sense of dread uh, yeah. i didn't feel like it was going to be a happy ending and now, now he's able to love his wife and be able to sleep with his wife because he's able to um feed off of this this lust of blood uh, through other people or whatever. I, yeah. I don't think it's that simple. So funny enough, i not loving this movie, but I, I definitely was, you guys even maybe talked me down a little bit from my initial rating, but it was definitely a, a, a higher rating possession. And I will tell you this, I actually, I said I wasn't going to do it. I do want to watch Possession again, not anytime soon, but mm. I will check it out again. Because cool. I think I owe the movie another watch. This, though, I can say, I can safely say, I don't have any interest. Not, not a horrible movie. Uh, it was frustrating, and and maybe that's good. But I don't have any interest to watch it again. Yeah, and also the the whole idea of him, you know, always sneaking off into the bathroom to to climax was, uh, you know, not wanting to hurt his wife because even. Um, yeah, but it did. Remember, Leo, even Leo. I know. Yeah, and that's another thing. Physical. Versus emotional, emotional pain. Exactly. Because right. Dr. Leo, at the beginning, when he was making out with Corey, right when it started to get hot and heavy, he pushed her off because he's scared of her. Makes sense. If it gets too, if her lust gets too up, you know, right. if her lust gets too up, hey. Yeah. <laughs> if, but, his, uh, if her lust gets up, he gets tore up. 
Like yeah. you said, Dave, you huh. said, Dave, there's a good movie in here or yeah. a more promising movie in here. And what they gave you is there's some intriguing moments, but it's so dull in certain parts and, and drags. Yeah. It's so frustratingly dull because you, you know that it could have been better or something more. Yeah, and I couldn't do the 1.5 because I was watching it on, on my computer. <laughs> you were in the 1.5? I was disappointed. My daughter had just gone to bed, and I haven't gotten a lot, a, a real lot of good sleep this week. So usually I'll wait a half hour after she's asleep, and I'll put the movie in. You I, always I need to get she... a real lot of good sleep, too. Yeah, see, I still can't talk because of it. Right. <laughs> yes, sorry. exactly. I'm sorry, me. You it's true, though. Out the other night. Right, well, I'm stroking out. I've been stroking out for days. So uh, I haven't been sleeping all this week, and, and I, I was getting sick the very first night, uh, two weeks ago tonight, when we recorded our first show, was the beginning of me getting sick. That's mm-hmm. kind of, besides Brandon talking his ass off, I was also not feeling so good, so I was kind of quiet in the um, before I wake thing, and that, I was already starting to feel uh, shitty. So uh, I've been, for the better part of two weeks, I've been feeling pretty bad. But anyway, uh, sh- I, I wanted to get to this movie right away, and then I wanted to go to bed. So I, I, I put the disc in my computer, and I watched it with headphones, and then I'm watching it, and I'm like, ah, I can't press my 1.5 button. What? Oh, what am I doing here? I picked the wrong movie to watch on the freaking computer, that's for sure. Yeah. Boy. I, yeah. So, <laughs> hey, we have we. this might even be the shortest review. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything else to say. I don't uh, think so. I, I think, you know, again, you know, I, I still think people should check it out for themselves, but it's definitely more of a, it's definitely an art house okay. film. So, Brandon, why did we pick this movie over them? What was your reasoning? Or they, whatever the hell it's called? Them. It's called them. Okay. Um, I don't know how we came to it. Well, you said it. That's it. <laughs> you're grounded. Brandon, you're grounded from selecting. <laughs> no, I don't think, I don't think this was my, I don't. I never was... heard of the movie until you brought it up. It can't be monkey hey, or Christian. I even said the wrong movie when we were talking about it. I don't know if it made it to air, but. Or Somebody the said episode. something about I them, them and not liking, and not liking them. I've never seen them. <laughs> Well, then how did we get to this? Because I would have done the Fab Five. Somebody said something about, I even should we said them? them? I said, oh, no. I haven't gotten to see them yet. And you're like, well, why would you watch that? We're doing trouble every day. And so see? then I'm like, oh, okay. You said something about children, that them should be seen yes. for a Killer it, Kids episode. It's a Killer Kids movie. All right, yeah, if the listeners out there know how this happened, if it's really my fault, which it probably is, <laughs> I apologize. It's not that bad of a movie. No, I'm just busting your balls. But, <laughs> you're not but, grounded. He's grounded. Dave, what did you give it? I got uh, a 5 out of 10. Wow. wow. You, you guys did talk me down. I had it. I did have it. Oh, fuck. I had it a 7 out of 10. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 6 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I had it. Uh, I had it anywhere from a 7 to a 7.5, but I'm, I'm going to go with a 7 out of 10. Yeah. I had it at a 7 Five, out of 10, six, but seven. yeah, it was funny. It just, the more we talked about it, the more I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. I knew it. It wasn't just me. Okay. All right. <laughs> but wow. yeah, I still, I still think people should check it out for themselves. Just be, be wary that if you do not like leisurely paced or slow paced films, this will probably not win you over or change your mind or opinion on them. There are a couple of jaw dropping sequences, but you can definitely just to skip to them would make no sense. <laughs> You got to go through the whole you know, voyage. If you the whole will. rigmarole. Yeah, there you go. You don't have a French word for that? No. The whole, McGillicuddy. 
but Dylan Cuddy. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> talking to you. I was hoping Christian had a French word. And he I did. McGillicuddy. Pepe. Uh, don't have a Pepe McGillicuddy. Pepe McGillicuddy. Okay. <laughs> that, that sums up this movie. I'll tell you that. Pepe McGillicuddy. I'm surprised you came in so low, Dave. I really am. It, the longer... I, I was okay. I was higher. And then I, I was... But by the time the third act came, it was just going on so slow, and I just, yeah. it just kept, I was like, and I kept waiting for more to happen. I'm looking for French Extreme. I want to see more than just that one damn freaking scene. I want to see more blood, more stuff. It just wasn't yeah. enough for me, especially, keep in mind, this was the last movie I watched after watching the other four, because, and it makes sense, I want it fresh in my mind because it's my first time watch. So I uh, waited until last I, night to watch it, and after a week of all those French hits, and then coming into that and being, this is not like the others. One of these things is not like the others. That's exactly what I was going to type on the message when I said, <laughs> guys, I go, what the hell? Because I had just finished it, and I'm like, what did I watch? It's funny that we packaged it in to this show, because I guess we should have stuck with the Fab Five, but hey, it's getting us talking, and people should check it out for themselves and then weigh in on the message boards and, and let us know what they thought. Well think. said. I think well, yes. most people haven't seen this one, so if anything, it, it'll get people to see it. And it being an earlier French extreme, yeah, yeah. it wasn't as extreme at this point. It was sort of no, like, but but still, when it does get extreme, it's yeah. it gets extreme. True, true. Yeah, two scenes. Two scenes are yeah, right. no question. Two scenes are extreme. But I'll tell you what, I think that the listeners have something, they have a leg up now watching this movie if they've listened to this and haven't seen it, that they know what's going on. Where me. I had to go to IMDb halfway through the film to figure out what the hell was going on with the pills and the lab shit. I didn't get it. So you're still serving the queen? Yes, of course. Yes, I'm being it up. Bzzz. I'm a French bee. Okay. That was a good French bee, actually. That's the best I got, all right? <laughs> so, yeah, so that was it. That was um, Trouble Every Day, which brings us to... What is our next movie? Um... High tension. There you go. High tension or hot tension, but yes, hot. <laughs> that's hot. What, that's where we're at. And I, I gotta set the alarm before we get to it. This one's about to go off. All right. Two thousand three. High tension, directed by Alexander Asia. Best friends Marie and Alex decide to spend a quiet weekend at Alex's parents' secluded farmhouse. But on the night of their arrival, the girl's idyllic getaway turns into an endless night of horror. Did I say his name right? Alexander Asia? I think it's it Aja. A Aja? That's oh, what I hear people Tomato, say. tomato. Well, yeah. Fuck me, then. We got to start all over. <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to start with Frontiers again. But <laughs> <laughs> all over. <laughs> all over. All right, all right. <laughs> Dave, bring, bring us in from the top. <laughs> Bonjour. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Alright, so just so the listeners know this, the this, review, this review is going to be heavily spoiled So yeah, make sure you've seen the movie Before you listen to us uh, talk about this film It's not... me, Désolé Huh? Cirque du Soleil? Yeah. <laughs> is that what you said? More like Cirque You know what the funny part of that is? I just realized if I was supposed to be doing the challenge So this, we won't do it That is I am sorry in French what is I'm sorry in French? Je suis désolé, yet I'm not supposed to be saying I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, wow, that's brilliant. But the funny thing is, that will be uh, a challenge that I will do for the next episode. This was just too crazy. 
Yes. So if I have to apologize, fuck, I'm apologizing. So yes, you chill. have to apologize so for that next episode. Exactly, Modes. Um, <laughs> let's, let's get to this motherfucker because I know that there's. I hate Dave. I know you had some strong feelings about this. We talked about this before. I've watched this as like my fifth or sixth time seeing the movie. Still fucking love it. I'm not going to lie to you. I love this movie. And I know that there's people out there that just can't get over that ending. This was a third or fourth watch for me. This was actually the only film that I've seen more than twice. And uh, I always enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to this discussion because I want, like, I have a, I think highly of this film. I want to think higher. Yeah, I always want to think higher. Absolutely. Hey. And, uh, <laughs> listen, this is, again, this is the second view for me. I saw the first one. I bought this movie blind. Bought it blind before anybody could have it. So I, it was weird. I remember hearing rumblings of this movie, you know, b- back in the day, whatever, whatever year it was. And, um, and 2003. Every, 2003. And everybody was saying, I was seeing all over the place, hot tension, this, that, the other thing. <laughs> and on message boards, online, Fangoria, the early days. Like we talked Did you see it in the movies? No, that's what I'm saying. This is the, the weird thing. I didn't see it at the show. I didn't see it at the movies. The only way to see this movie for a, going about a year was to get to get it online. And I bought this thing on eBay for like ten or twenty bucks because it was just a blind buy. It was regarded, and no one ever called it high tension. It was hot tension. That's the only thing I ever heard of, heard it called. So I bought the movie, watched it. About a year later, high tension comes to the U.S. theatrically. I was like, what? I, I was really surprised by it because I'm like, this movie's old. Honey, get your shoes on. We're going to the show. Let's <laughs> all go to the show. <laughs> I never saw it at the show. I didn't need to. You know, I had the movie and then it came and I'm thinking, how is a French movie going to come to the United, to the U.S. show? I just didn't, because you don't see that. How, when do you see that? I mean, in wide release anyway. Uh, I think Chocolat? In, uh, I, think I, I think I saw that. <laughs> Chocolat? You mean chocolate? Chocolat. Oh, chocolat. Oh, chocolate. The, the artist. Formerly known as? Vanilla Fucking Americans. Ice, <laughs> ice cappuccino? Yeah. Ice cap- yeah. The ice artist crappuccino? formerly known as Ice Crappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! <laughs> and that's high tension for you, Grades. Yeah, you're killing my... You're, we're eating in my time here. All right, so, oh, yeah. all right, so let's talk right about the opening scene. The opening scene is really the justification for the ending. Yeah. The conversation the, or what we Just the, the whole, the whole very opening scene of... To a degree, yes. Of legs dangling off yes. what appears to be, you know, a hospital bed. You see someone sitting there in a gown, and she's just chanting over and over... I won't let anyone come between us anymore. I won't yes. let anyone come between us anymore. Listen, and I'm then... going to save my beef, or not my beef. I'm going to save the spoiler talk and the theory for the last 10 minutes. I'm looking at the alarm, and I see okay. 10 left. That's what I'm going to stop what we're doing and say, let's talk about that twist and, okay. and if it makes sense and everything else. Then yeah, I she says that, and, and then says, are we recording? And then it gets right into the movie. So you're saying this is her version. Yeah, I, absolutely. That. that is what it is. I get are that. we recording? Boom, I'm telling you my story. I do get that. It still doesn't hold water, but yes, I get that. That's that's fine. And I can understand why people have a problem with it, because there are scenes that will just infuriate people, go, wow, why, how, whatever. Well, the but, trucker in the head. I'll just sum it up right there. Yeah, you get, but here, here's my thought theory that's in that. The, the trucker in the head, admittedly, I, I, I can see why that would piss people off. Yeah. Again. It's, it's theoretical. It's not exactly what's happening. It's a, notice, red it, it's a red heading. It's a red heading. Remember, um, okay, so she wakes up from her dream. The dream kind of is like a premonition that she has split personality or 
two yeah. sides to her personality. But she's so chasing herself. The dream is yeah. that she was chasing herself. Yeah. And that all so, makes sense. And that, so it's a premonition. So then what happens is it follows them for a bit. We get to know them. They're friends. Then we cut to that scene. Now, remember, we're physically cutting to the scene and you're seeing this scene separate from everything else. But that's that's just film. Yeah. And you might call it a cheat, but it's still what's yeah. happening in her mind. It is the start uh, I think it's what sort of is a catalyst to start. So yes, it's this heinous act that's almost kind of laugh-inducing at the same token. But ultimately, when we cut back to her, she's now driving the car, and I think the movie's taking a turn. And that was just kind of like a cinematic way to say it's shifted. We've shifted her; her personality shifted a bit. Mm-hmm. But we're seeing it as a vi- like sort of like as a blunt version of a killer separate from the storyline and i can see why that pissed people off i you know i you know i definitely agree with what you said and i get why people same thing with you would not like it i always felt like like you said they were talking about how she how alex left marie to go to a party or to go somewhere with a boy and and she was mad about that marie and it's right after they talk about that that they transition to the the head scene the head in the truck. So it's almost like her anger manifesting itself. And, um, that's it. And, and a lot of people say, and I, you know, I kind of went back and paused and looked and kind of take that the head resembles Alex. It's not Alex's head, but you know, it's a dark haired girl. You you could easily just chalk it up. I thought it was her head. Did you? Yeah, I did. Well, if if you 100% believe that, then, then we're going to have a, a much better time making you feel stronger about this film. Listen, uh, I'll, I'll say this we right will, off the we bat. We will get you. No, listen, I don't have as big a problem as I had before. I do not. I, I, and I, I, I am looking forward to watching it again. It took me years to see it the second time because I was so angry at the twist. So that's fine. And now this time what I saw, and with the explanation and other things, there are certain things that may not make the most sense, but I can look past them. It's like watching Fight Club. Okay. Yeah. There's certain scenes in Fight Club, like the, PO, the PO, POV scenes. Just things like that. Just things. Yeah. That I don't want to spoil. I don't want to get into every damn thing with it. But certain things that I was like, well, honestly, okay, I'll say one big thing. When we see the when they're inside the um that store they go to, and we see not her point of view, us as the viewer, and they show who is walking in that thing, and it's the guy in the security camera. It's not her point of view. It's us as the viewer. That those are my beefs. That shot there, and the thing with the head that I was talking about early. That I can live with ultimately how it ends and why in the explanation. Where before I couldn't as much, but this time I can look past those things. But I cannot look past what they show us as the viewer. And that was the big. That was the nail in the coffin for me. Was that they showed the security camera while it's happening, while the scene is happening. They, and I wish they didn't have to do that. And they show the guy. They show the big guy going over to. Um, you know, the guy at the locker and doing the thing and killing while he's opening up that thing. I, I see what you're saying. It's like the, the director is almost cheating the audience right. out of even being able to believe it as opposed to supporting it. You know, the funny thing is people that are arguing about it are not even going as deep as what you're saying. They're just mad at the ending. See, so. I used to be. Now I'm not. I'm, but I saw those two <laughs> scenes and I can't look past them. Yeah, but that scene is also being seen through the through the eyes of the police within her dream. So she's basically telling a story almost of like... So why would she say that? Oh, and then as this is happening, this must be is- where this yeah. must be where I got caught. <laughs> hmm. I get it. The 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 point of view is like 
it's too all over the place for you to just be like, oh, that's a cool twist. People are like, what the fuck? But well, you don't want to spend too much time on this. We're, it's it's going to dominate the conversation. I think. But that, but that's the movie. I think. I mean, I, honestly, I think her whole thought process is that she loves she loves Alexia. Alexia, it's her friend. That's it. It's a yeah. friendship. But she loves Alexia. It's funny. There's like some parallels here with mm-hmm. fr- like sexual frustration. Um, she's she's obviously a lesbian, but Short Alexia hair. doesn't. <laughs> Alexia doesn't, you know, have the same feelings for her, and that's sparking her dark side as well. Like martyrs again. Another comparison to martyrs. Dave, I'm surprised you didn't mention. You know. The- the chase scene and the gun with that the bullets. Was, that was, okay, the chase scene, that was, I remember that being my problem initially when I watched it. When I thought back to that movie, that was my issue. This time upon further review and watching it and being privy to Fight Club, which I've watched so many times, one of my absolute favorite movies, and being able to accept that, I said, well, if I, you can accept that, and you say, well, the, he was looking at this scene, and he was seeing himself there, but it truly no. And being able to talk about it without getting too deep, I, I, I'm able to do that with Fight Club. So I really should be able to do it with this. And that's that's why that stuff doesn't bother me. I can explain those things away. And the only two it, things I can't explain away were the two things I mentioned. Isn't it even possible? Because another big thing is, isn't even it possible that everything she's saying is just complete bullshit to yeah. begin with? Because there was never any truck. Yeah, no. what about the truck? You're right. And the there's there's never the any show. truck. And then, obviously, if there's no truck, then there's no saw at the end where she is able to kill the, the stranded driver who she had a premonition of earlier in the film. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a possibility that, you know, none of this happened the way it did. I, I guess so. I guess so. And that's, I'm okay with that. I really am. And I even, had, some, I even had <laughs> someone tell me that they felt that Marie might not have even killed anyone. Uh, and yeah. I thought that I thought that was a little far fetched, but the uh, reasoning was the way Alex shows up at the end. It's it's almost. I mean, I I get people do, and I totally disagreed with this person. But you uh, you almost get the sense like Alex is almost like there to like support her and see how she's doing. When would you really go see somebody like that after they just beheaded your father, decapitated your mother, killed your baby brother, and you know gutted your dog? <laughs> well the one thing that uh, I think it remains the, the true words. to this is that the police the officers saw her on the surveillance camera. They so as did, much as the story yeah, as much as the story part is her rendition, that was the reality. Somehow. Yeah, because she got caught. She <laughs> yeah. got caught somehow. So it had to be that had to be true. And the wounds all match up to everything that was going on in the film. Tell me this. Would you ever be in a person's house, a, a house that you've never been into, parents? Your friend's parents are the first time in that house. Would you ever be in that house and lay in bed <laughs> and not only jerk off, but put music on so if somebody comes around, you can't hear them? <laughs> That's the problem you have with the movie. I never I even think thought of that before. She's on the I, third floor. She's Everybody's flicking asleep. her bean yeah. to music. Flicking I, her bean. <laughs> I guess you can do that. That's what she's doing. Double if, click in the mouse. But <laughs> but if you're doing that with headphones on, that means if someone knocks on the door or this or that, you can't hear it. Now, if I'm drinking off in a strange place, i got to be able to hear my surroundings. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, oh, okay. I, right? <laughs> Did you get that? Yeah, I've done I had, it. To, I had to get onto something about the I narrative. I my bean. But... <laughs> Christian often flicks his bean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say something real positive about this. This is probably... 
my favorite soundtrack of all these movies. Yeah, it's, man. It's, yeah, it's ambient noise. It's cool stuff. Oh, I, I dig tension it. Tension filled. I dig it, it. The first time I saw this movie, I was on edge the whole fucking time i'm like what am i watching here i felt like the same way when i you know watched some of the classics for the first time like i thought i was watching something special when i saw this movie i remember i recommended this yeah, and me I, too. I, rem- I remember i recommended this to a couple of friends and one per one friend absolutely hated it the other one said who's a horror buff said he had to pause it so many times to take smoke breaks just calm himself down because he said that he felt the level of intensity getting so extreme that he hadn't experienced that in a movie before and he's watching it at home this is not enough movie theater this is at home that he took four breaks during the movie to go out and smoke just to sort of take a break from the movie because he thought it was so tense you don't wow. hear that often no, that's cool. I, I dig it. Yeah. I think it is tense, and I remember that was my. I think that's why I was so angry the very first time I saw it because I enjoyed it so much up to that point. I was like, "Oh man, that was a great movie!" And uh, fuck you, you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> yeah. No, and I. That's what it was. I now it. I don't feel that way. I think now you, I just gotta, you gotta take it at, at face value that that clearly, you know, we're getting the story's perspective from somebody who's mentally deranged. Because even the idea of how, having a dream that actually manifests itself later on. Jeez, I can't say that word. Later on in the film, it's like, well, she doesn't have superpowers. She can't, like, she couldn't have known that that driver was going to be stranded on the side of the road. So I almost take it like she's just mixing up her story all over the place. Yeah, exactly. Like that, that, like that almost, that probably wasn't even her dream when she first woke up in the car. You know, you could have a dream about chasing yourself and it doesn't have to be with a saw. She didn't get into detail. And, and to make the final chase even make sense, and what I mean by the final chase is pretty much the whole fucking movie, because it's <laughs> one huge fucking chase scene, pretty much, but to make it make sense, really is it a final chase, or is it just her, like her personality is kind of dueling it out, like a sort of like a manifestation of her fighting her own demon, and... Really, that's the only way you can really... Well, not the only way you can take it, but the way I take it, because and then otherwise... That's the film. If you can't get into that, then, you, then none of the chase scenes even make sense. So yeah. the whole sequence in the greenhouse and everything else, and then yeah. in the, the washroom and then the, 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 the uh, gas station, none of it. You, you, you would never be able to watch this movie again and enjoy it. <laughs> well, there was one scene in the gas station, and I think... Well, one thing before I get to that, one thing is the, that people might be a little pissed off because the manifestation of her dark side, the guy who played, you know, the, the killer, was really, really good. Yeah. You know, and he's very detailed. You know, he's got, he's wearing, you know, you see his rings, you see his jacket, you see his keys. So you're looking at this stuff and, you know, you're trying to find clues in that. And then to be given the ending, the twist, you're like, what? But he's a truck driver. He works for so-and-so and he, he wears a ring with the letter P on it. Like, like. Like whatever. Deal. That could have been someone she saw fucking the day before at the gas station. Exactly. Exactly. That that, that's the me. point. But at the gas station, there's a scene where the killer is talking to Jimmy and at one point rubs his hand over Jimmy's but does it in a very feminine way. Did you notice that? Yep. Yeah, and I remember thinking, huh, look at that. Interesting. Little subtle, little subtle thing. You know, I don't think... This is weird being my second view because all I was doing this view... Was looking. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> looking the bead. <laughs> yes. As soon as she started flicking her bead, I whipped it out. I did it with her, and I put headphones in. I didn't care if my wife. I love how it's always whipping it out. I'm not just. <laughs> I whipped it out. 
<laughs> I went. Screen. I went. I went searching for it. I opened my fly and I went searching for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But listen, the first act is what can't be beat. To me, we haven't addressed it at all. We've talked about everything, but the freaking ass kicking first act of this film yeah. is just amazing with the head in the stairs. The first time I saw that. Wow. I mean, and when she's under the bed, or pardon me, when she's in the closet oh, and the, the yeah. throat slit, and I'm a big throat slit guy. I've said it here before. I love slit oh. I love slit throats. We all <laughs> love slit throats. Dave, a fucking dog and a kid get killed in this movie. It's like, you're, it's like you just came and went to heaven. <laughs> Except we got cheated on both of them. <laughs> that was the... Well, we didn't really see back either. No, you didn't see them. <laughs> I wanted to yeah. see the kid blown to pieces. <laughs> Little fucker. We didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even see it. It could have been the best. You kind of saw it in a flashback. Yeah, you kind of saw an aftermath. Yeah. We didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, what good is that? Put a dead dog in front of me. There's oh, a head cut. There's a head cut. It's on its natural causes, for all I care. No, he was bloodied. I know. And you know what? This is a scene. There you go about me and the dogs. I didn't, that did not need to be in this movie. There, Look at you. You're, it, you're usually the first one to say, let's kill all the dogs. Not always. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't want the dog and the kid to always die. I just like when it's done. It doesn't just, have to happen for the sake of having it. I love when it's done. Well, it had to be in this case because, you know, the whole thing, anyone who was coming between yeah. her and Alex. But, I know. But I the, know. Head, the head coming off is phenomenal. Like, I didn't know a head could come off that easily. But <laughs> whatever. But the the Funky. spray after. Yeah, the spray after. Oh, awesome, dude. I was like, how much blood just came out? That is awesome. And the and cement saw death at the mess. end is like puts like gives frontiers to run for its money. Yeah, because it was like, like even at one point shit. during that scene, I'm like, this is overkill. Like, because Alex is literally <laughs> just sitting in the back screaming. Oh, and again, Achilles. Yeah, beautiful. Awesome. Yes, beautiful. awesome. I that's what I'm saying. The first time I watched this, all I all I did was marvel at it. And I was tensed out and it was tension and it was gore and I was so along for the ride and the end threw me for a loop. This time all I was doing was looking for the flaws because I'm reviewing. I want to discuss what's going on here. So honestly, I feel <laughs> the next time is gonna be my best viewing of it. Because I don't have to worry about any of that shit. I can just take it for what it is, enjoy the production values, enjoy everything, knowing I'm not going to pick it apart, and I'm just going to enjoy the gore and enjoy the movie for what it is. So I'm really excited to watch it again. Yeah, I think once you accept like what, what it actually is and accept that the opening really does kind of set you up for the end, you can enjoy everything in the middle. And if anything... Picking it apart becomes more like, okay, well, let's try to make this make sense. It's not going to hurt right. the film in any way. Because like Christian said, with, like you know, like you said, Dave, with the, with the scene at the uh, gas station with the point of view. Like, it, you know, it starts to think like, all right, well, why is it that point of view? What, what, what could it be? I'm not doing that. I, well, you could. I'm just saying. You could, but if, someone, if somebody has that type of uh, brain diagnosis, whatever you want to call it, if that's going on, then honestly, anything is possible. You don't know what they're thinking, and what what you guys said, this is her rendition of the story anyway, so that works for me. Anyone that has a problem with that, see me, and I'll, I'll explain it to you. I will defend that. 
and a very big giveaway throughout the whole film, even when you're not even sure what the hell's going on, is every time Marie comes in contact with Alex, yes. Alex is terrified. And, awesome. And it's great. Yep. That was, like I said, that's what I was looking for this time to see everything, knowing a movie like this, knowing what the outcome is, and then watching it with different eyes. That was what I was doing. And I was just focusing on that aspect of the film, not anything else. You know? And yeah, that played out so well. She was gagged. So yeah. it made sense, and her reaction is 100% genuine, knowing the twist and watching it again. All that works. There's no BS. The only BS was, like I said, those two small things. But everything else worked in the film. So I can't to, complain. Do you want to hear something crazy? When I watched this the first time, I was going to open with the story. It actually fits perfectly here, even though I just interrupted you. Sorry, Dave. No, you're but fine. the reality is that I remember when I was watching it, and... You're sitting there. And again, because I like, you know, stealing ideas from movies and thinking of movies, I'm, I'm, I'm watching, sitting there watching, I'm, I'm saying, you know what would be fucking great? If there was a slasher movie and the killer was like, or the victim that's running away is actually the killer. And, they, and, and I, I was saying this as I was watching this movie, saying we've never had this yet. And then this movie did it. So subconsciously, obviously this movie was working because it made me actually think of what wow. the outcome was, and I had not read a fucking thing about it. Holy shit! Look at you. That's like predicting. I didn't, I, I'm not saying I didn't say I got <laughs> no, but I'm not saying I got the plot twist. I just said, wouldn't it be cool? And then within yeah. what 20, 30 minutes later, I'm like, holy fuck! This movie's wow. doing it. It just happened. <laughs> yeah, and that's a true, that while watching this. Absolutely movie, a true movie. story because I was thinking, wow. what would be great to. Because I was like so enjoying it. Like I said, it was like candy. I was like, this is what we've been missing. This is a slasher movie, like a chase film um, right. with that suspenseful. It's tense. It's scary. And it's fucking gory. Everything you want in a horror movie. And so then I wasn't, obviously, when the plot twist came, I think I was even more, I, I think I embraced it even more so because of the fact that I had this thought earlier, like, what if someone was to create a movie like that? And then... Here he is. And that's happened once or twice when you've watched a movie and it ends up playing out the way that you're thinking. You're like, holy shit. Now, that's not how I thought it was going to play out. It just was this thought that I had in my mind when I was watching it. Awesome. Obviously, something was happening subconsciously there. Based on a sort of true story. Based I don't on a sort know. of true story. No, it's true. It's true. I mean, I, you know, you're, and then you'll he have woke to believe up. me. Yeah. And he woke up and he was flicking his beam. <laughs> <laughs> to myself. I, it's a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome wow so cool yeah a good movie lots of yeah the instruments of death still need a little explaining dude that kill at the end was amazing that buzzsaw kill like you said. oh it's a great kill it's dude, wow. like awesome if those are how the kills happen we need to know where she got the tools from i need to know hmm what do you have a home depot in the back of your car <laughs> yeah right yeah, maybe she's um, she does that for a living. Maybe she's a landscaper. <laughs> that's her job, and that's the whole thing. Yeah, and Alex is her partner. That's their job. They go across <laughs> um, France and uh, they cut people's lawns, trim their hedges, and so they weren't going to the family's house to study international law. They were going to landscape. Yes, they were going to to, to check out a new area and see if they can get new clients because this <laughs> was slow. See, <laughs> there you go. I, I've explained it away. Boom, we should all be signed up and have jobs in Hollywood. Really. <laughs> Am I right? Done and done. You are absolutely, positively correct. Nailed it. 
Yeah, nailed it. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything left to say here? Are we going to actually go under again? Oh, we're 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 coming close, very right? close. So I, I I'll rate. You want me to start this up, or you want to keep it the order? Go ahead. Going? I, I didn't even know there was an order. I'm just going yeah. with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might be surprised with this rating, but it's a nine point five out of ten. Wow. Ooh-wee. That is a very nice rating. Coming from you, I'm not surprised at that rating. Yeah, well, you know what? What the hell does that mean? This is your shit. This is the reason we're having this show. I know what, though? I think at one point it was a 10. And again, what's the difference between a 9.5 and a 10? I'm not too sure. Toxy. But I've watched it. Yeah, Toxy. The Toxic Adventure wasn't in this. Top of the Mops. Top of the Mops is correct. But obviously, I've said I've watched it six times. I love this movie. It's, it's It's as close to a perfect horror film, in my opinion. And I'll continue to watch it. So who cares? Nine point five ten. I'm not Marie. I am Melvin. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been a ten. <laughs> Bellissimo. Wait, this is not Italian. Wait, uh, très bien. <laughs> Caribbean. What do you say? No. Irish of the Caribbean. French. Très bien. Très bien. Very oh, good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Un deux trois. Pirates of the Caribbean. You assholes give your ratings, Jesus. Right, I'll I'll go to the next, Dave. Uh, no, I you know I'm I'm glad we covered this film. Um, my rating actually went up a little bit. I brought it up a half a point. I'm gonna give this one an eight point five. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> the exact. I echo everything you just said. I had it at an eight. I've been talked up to eight point five. Same thing. Yeah. Oh, isn't that something? But but no, I'm gl- but I'm glad Christian was able to to talk to talk me up, and you and you too, Dave, were able to talk me up to that eight point five. Because even coming in at an eight, I did enjoy this one. I don't want to say I enjoyed it more than Frontiers. I just felt like it was better. There was there was something else there, so I'm glad it, it went up. Yeah, me too. And oh, sorry, Christian, it's not a Hall of Famer. Not a Hall of Famer. What I thought it, it was. What do we need? A twenty-seven? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Okay, but so. I- I uh, thought though, when I heard your nine five, I thought Brandon was going high. I thought he was also going a nine or a nine five or something. So I thought maybe, but then he said eight five. I'm like, oh, no Hall of Fame. Damn. That's okay. Well, we still got two films left. We got two films. Yeah, that we do. And uh, wow, oh! wow, right on the money. You guys know what that is, by the way, right? That sounds like uh, Sleepaway Camp. Nope. Oh, I'm gonna keep it on, man. Hold on, you gotta get. Friday what? seven. <laughs> the new Brandon. <laughs> Keep listening. That's Spanish? Nope. A fly? No. Oh, Halloween three. No. What? Scaria. one of my favorites. Hold on. I snoozed it by accident when I picked it up. <laughs> the, the, it? Obvious, the obvious part when you heard it, the part that I hoped you would have figured out when you heard it was it. Like I thought I was going to play that part and as soon as you, you would say, oh, but but I'm, now I don't know. We're going to have to wait. I'm going to play it one more time, hopefully. Because <laughs> I want to see if you guys guess it because the next part would have been the part if you're going to guess it, you would have known. 
It's one of those things. Like, I, I would expect one of you two to hear that and say, oh, and then say the answer, you know? I felt like we guessed it already. I, I swear you did not. Let's get to the next one so I can set the alarm again. All right, set it. Oh, not just yet. Hold on. Hold on now. <laughs> Jump the fucking gun. Hey, Almost. Set the fucking alarm. Well, whatever. You can. Uh, what, what is the next movie? We are. Oh, I know what we're doing next. We're going deep, deep <laughs> inside. Yes. Inside. Christian's anal cavity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Inside. Inside. From 2007, directed by Alexander Bustillo and Julian Marie. Four months after the death of her husband, a woman on the brink of motherhood is tormented in her home by a strange woman who wants her unborn baby. Indeed. Indeed she wants it. Oh, that's a spoiler. Because that's really what just, you don't find that really, you don't know what their full reason is until the end. All right, let me reread that. Who (laughs) wants her unborn blank. (laughs) <laughs> you have to guess, Better. listeners. She wants her unborn. Better. What? <laughs> unborn? Yeah, that's... Well, no, but that, what a Wait. spoiler review! Like, that—that's uh, not your fault. It's just that, that tells the whole story. Is that the B? You get? You got that from the B? I got that from the B. Okay. Four oh. months after the death of her husband, a woman on the brink of motherhood is tormented in her home by a strange woman. She wants her blank baby. (laughs) (laughs) There's one sentence too much in that fucking description. Yep. Strange woman is where it should end. Done. It it should have ended at strange woman, but I I went that extra mile. But again, I feel feel like these, the last three films are the most popular ones. Yeah. High tension inside of martyrs. And most people, honestly, you really can't listen to, to a review of these and enjoy it without having seen the film first. Even if it is a non-spoiler review, you want to you want to see these films first. I agree. That's how I am as a listener. Some people don't care. They don't give a shit. They just I've listened to spoiler show. reviews and I haven't seen the movie, and it's fine. But like, I'd rather see the movie first. A hundred percent, I would. Yeah, yeah I, it's very, very rare. But that's me. Some listeners don't care. They like. I was just saying this today. If you happen to like the host enough of the show that when a new one drops, you're gonna listen no matter what. Yeah. Then that's really cool. I mean, that's a testament to your show. So if anyone is listening to. The three of us just talking. They haven't seen this, and they don't care. Thank you. We appreciate it. And Beatrice yeah. is back. Beatrice oh, is back. Yeah. This is where it all begins. Oh, I mean, what this is what I do from. Op- what an this should have just movie. been called Beatrice Returns. <laughs> but this is her. This is what it's all about. She oh, is kick-ass. This, this is her coup d'etat. <laughs> coup d'etat. <laughs> coup d'etat. <laughs> uh, the beginning, of, I said it already, the opening to this movie is fucking phenomenal. Oh, man, so good. What an Thank opening you. shot. Yes, yeah. that's the, that's what I was saying with the rain. How, a real good shot in the rain when they show the aftermath and the water's coming down, the way it looks and stuff. Oh. Yeah, the, yeah. Way, the way Sarah's character's just sitting there, it's like, oh. Do you like the uh, the look of, like, the baby, seeing it from the inside no. the baby? No, no, that's that's one of my slight knocks. Yeah, right? That's, just that, a takes, little... that takes a little a bit off the... The uh, the total score, the CGI baby, I didn't mind it the first time because I was yeah. it was I just loved the movie so much, but now this is view five because after they get to the accident, you see it from the baby, you see it, it just looks like angry baby, like damn it, ow. Yeah. But yeah, baby you're did right. everything but say <laughs> you're right. It's yeah. so funny, but it's CGI, and 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 then they cut to it, and you're like at some tense moments, and then you cut to this fucking CGI baby, you're like. It just it takes you out of the movie, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I could have done I not it so much inside in that case. I could have <laughs> right. stayed outside. 
yeah. We should have stay been on, a little outside. Stay on the outside. <laughs> That's right, that baby. You might get a baby from freaking um, uh, Look Who's Talking or something. Can I ask a question? Uh, what, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah, what's <laughs> Look Who's Talking? They should redo this as Look Who's Talking 4. <laughs> <laughs> Travolta. Exactly. Nice. Hey, yeah. die. Um, what is the violence that's happening in the city? What What's going on in the city? I don't care. I edge? can't. You don't I, care. I, that that takes feel... me out of it. If I try to concentrate, I, I have the same problem you do, apparently, because I, I wish that wasn't there. Again, I understand why they in. have it. Well, I understand why later on when they have that kid in the back of the car where that figures in. But, I mean, big deal. That kid could have been busted for freaking blowing off fireworks outside of a church. Yeah, Maybe it's yeah, the same no, kids feel... from Frontiers. <laughs> <laughs> right. There you it's go. crossover. What? What is the state of like unrest in France in in this yeah. time frame? There must, I, I mean, it just must be. There must have been stuff going on. I'm, I feel like an idiot, but I don't know. I don't you know. I don't know what was going on. In they hate their government. They hate their government. They've always hated their government. The French yeah. Revolution. This is the French Extreme Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> and they feel like they just have to throw it in at the beginning of the film to say, "Hey, yeah. Zoot the Lord." Yeah. <laughs> they do. Vive la France. Vive la France. Oh, okay. I'll tell you. Let so me. So you guys thought the same thing. Okay, good. All right. No, no. This chick is 42 years old in this movie. You guys realize that? Beatrice? Yes. 42 years old, and I, I, I don't know if I've ever been attracted to a killer more. Huh. <laughs> maybe, Except maybe for Angela. My... <laughs> Who? Huh? Who? Except for Angela. <laughs> hey, that's my girl. My guy. My girl guy. Uh, and, and Mila Kunis in American Psycho 2. That's the only th- reason to watch that movie. But I've never heard of her. I, I, I think I've heard of Mila Kunis, but yeah, whatever. Isn't that what I said? Mila, Mila. What did we say before? Tomato, tomato, tomato. Um, I like the girl who played Sarah. I don't know why, but Beatrice doesn't do it for me. Cinematography. Yeah. What? Beatrice doesn't do it for you? She doesn't do it for me. She that's scares fine. me too much. She I'll... scares me too much. Okay, that's fine. It's my kind of girl. She's nuts. Well, she's that's nuts. the thing. I like she's nuts, but I genuinely I think like... she's. Not playing. We know you like nuts. Either of these movies. That's why I like her because she's not playing <laughs> nuts. She's you not resting on your chin. I'm sorry. <laughs> Again, chinballitis. Now, Chinian. Like, isn't uh, it a little convenient that the whole story takes place one day before the due date? Is that kind of easy to figure out if you're not in contact with someone who's pregnant? You don't want to talk about Christmas. Oh, she wants to be able to make sure that it's the right time. To cut the fucking baby out of her. <laughs> I know, but how does she know, like, wh- where she is at what point? Like, is she following her, stalking her? Yeah, well, yeah, because she's in the photographs. So you Why figure this didn't just start. It didn't just start that day. There's been some lead well, up yeah, to this. Yeah, so obviously nine months lead up, or well, not nine months, but you know what I mean. A few, four months. What does it take place after the accident? Four months later. I think. Yeah, so. four months later. Yeah, three or four. Yeah, months. four okay. months. I have written down. Okay. Yep, four months. There Wait, did, before I forget, did you guys notice the ad, the address, the address of her house? Yes, I did. 666. Yep. <laughs> Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Yep. I they, they have it there, but they put some, like, foliage in front of it, so it's not so, like, blatantly obvious. But her address is 666, which I thought was pretty cool. What I did notice in this one, and you referenced it in high tension, was the soundtrack in this one. Again, more thumping audio, like oh. machine-like, industrial. Yeah. I liked it too. Thank yeah, you know, I dig it too. Yeah, definitely. I uh, there's a lot going on though. It's it's now number one. I'm not a home invasion guy. I've said it before, but 
it really works here. Mostly because you have to have enough of a body count. You can't just have the person being pursued for an hour and nobody gets killed. That's the problem. This movie does it right. They have they have people come in just to get killed. Not just to get killed. I mean, in a matter of speaking, I guess. But, I mean, there's relevance to them being there. I mean, of course, I do have a problem with this movie. But I do, too. I have, I have one major problem with it. Oh. oh well, let's all talk about our problems. Since we all just said we had a problem with it, let's talk about our problems. This yeah. is like counseling. Huh? So okay. Brandon can't get it up. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, what? And he loves nuts. <laughs> Christian needs to get to a better circus. Yeah, I get. It. I always do. I'm always looking yeah. for something better. And I need to get medication because I'm uh, stroking out <laughs> and stroking off. <laughs> and stroking off. You're being. Uh, Brandon, what is your problem? How the hell did she get into the house? Especially after the cops they came show and locked her in. They what do you mean they it. show it? They didn't show it. Yeah. Did she go in through the skylight? Listen to me. You can see her walking in the very background when the cops are in the house talking to her, questioning her because they left the door open. And it's real quick. If you blink, you'll miss it. You see? You see her? Christian, am I right? Yes. Yes, you are. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. What? <laughs> yes, sir. Head explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. Beatrice is hot now. <laughs> <laughs> she still scares the shit out of me, but I, I remember seeing her obviously like fading into the shadows when she's doing that like hush yeah. scene. It's bad, dude. Dude, you guys know that she married. She went to jail as a volunteer now. Yeah, married a rapist. Yeah, married a rapist in jail too. Yeah, and she was supposed to be in the Sixth Sense, but she couldn't get she couldn't get a. Uh, a passport to work in the U.S. because of her two arrests for cocaine possession. Yeah, she's basically, but she was she, forty-two. It wasn't like she was a no. Teenager. She's she's a fucking weirdo. That's what. Like, listen. I like, like her for it though. That's, that's, <laughs> hey, I, she's like who, Lindsay Lohan, but anyone who wants to marry a rapist is good in my book. <laughs> well, that I mean, that's that. Forget that. I'm just just whatever. Forget that. Well, we can't talk about her all day. We have to talk about what she's doing here and how she's the shadowed figure. It's freaking. Isn't it crazy, though, after she introduces herself through the door, and it's creepy as fuck, that the girl just is like, she goes away, calls the cops, whatever, and goes and starts developing pictures? Immediately. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, that's a little wacky, but... Well, that's her job, and she's, she's Exactly. She has, then, the, she has the means. If you were in that position, you snap, snap the picture, I think you'd probably do the same damn thing. Yeah, I'm terrified. Let me go to my dark room. Yeah. <laughs> And she wants to flick her bean. <laughs> I want to flick my bean and develop my pictures. <laughs> oh, I will, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. And my biggest problem since, okay, so you mentioned the problem. I'll tell you mine. <laughs> you know I love gore. I've told you I'm gore. This movie has fucking gore. Indeed. Guess what? It too almost much, goes, much it, it does go Monty Python-esque <laughs> in a couple of scenes where you're kind of like, it takes you out of it because you're just like, oh, come on. Like when the cop comes back up, pops oh, back up the that, life. And it's it's it literally a comical moment in it. The, in the, co- movie. the cop coming back is ridiculous. Yeah. I actually was writing down notes, and I was writing down yeah. that the I thought the cops were were behaving well and doing all the right things until it got to the point where he's he's on the leash with the with the other guy. First of all, why are yeah. they still on the leash together? Yeah, and then he becomes you know zombie cop. And that's the problem. the zombie cop part or whatever happened there. That's that was a misstep. It does that hurts the yeah. movie a bit. I can yeah. look the other way on it. Upon this viewing, I had problems with it before. This is like my fifth view, whatever. Yeah, I'm mine, going back and forth. Too, yeah. And I, I, even though I'm not crazy about that, I can look the other way on it. 
they left her upstairs in the bedroom. Was it? They left her upstairs in the bedroom and went down to the circuit breaker. They asked her if she could walk. She could walk. Why didn't they just leave the house? If you were a cop, that's the first thing you do. Take this person out of this house. No, you stay here. We're going to go try to get the lights on with a, mono- with a crazy maniac woman in the house. <laughs> it, just, it, just, it was a little bit goofy. That is a little goofy. And I never thought about that. My thing is much, much more. It's, it's heavy and nobody mentions it. And it's so obvious the things the, the problems i have that i I've, I've discussed this and no one else brings it up and it's and every time i watch them i'm like okay wait maybe i'm wrong it's like black christmas it's like maybe i'm wrong hold on let me look and see it is so obvious what happens first of all when she's up in the bathroom and she's locked in and the cops come to the door they ring the doorbell four times this girl can would you agree she could hear the doorbell ring the girl in the bathroom our victim here yeah Okay, uh, yeah, so she knows so. someone's ringing the doorbell. Okay, and I, I, I would, and they do it four times, and you know the girl goes downstairs to answer the door. At no point whatsoever, all she has to do is say "Help! Help! Help!" Yeah. Doesn't happen. That is the that brings the movie down a point for me. That pisses every time I watch it. It's all she has to do. If you're in that yeah, position, you know any asshole is going to yell for help. I remember her kind of feeling like that, too. But for whatever reason, I felt like she was scared or, or whatever and couldn't quite hear what was going on. Doesn't but you're right. Because even if she thought something was happening, Anybody. she would scream for help. Yeah. You have yeah. nothing to lose. The woman's going to kill you anyway. You're trapped in this thing. You have one chance to call for help. Someone rings your doorbell and you're in a house. You scream your head off for help. You do it. I don't care what you do. You do it. Now, that's the first problem. Okay? And that's a big one. That's a big one. But she redeems herself by killing mom. <laughs> that was, that's the other problem. You you don't like how she my kills problem? mom? Because it never should. She would have, first and foremost, she, yes, she is behind a bathroom door, but her mother says her name before she opens the door. Now, I venture to say that if either one of your parents are on the other side of a door and you're in a situation like that and you hear their voice, you're going to recognize it. And even if you don't, <laughs> even if and somehow you don't, it, her mother's at the door. This woman opens the door, so she's looking at the person in front of her when she opens the door. There's no way you can't when you're opening a door. She pulls the door open, okay, and then she looks for her and then lunges at her. There's no way in that time, in that time, you know, that frame of time, she would not be able to see the person she's about to stab. Well, the mother was dressed in all black. You know, I, I give it a pass too. Yeah, I give that a pass. I do give it a pass, um, and it's heartbreaking. Yeah, she and, was, and, she was yeah. heartbroken. I, I, I find I find that they do a good job with that too, because you're just like, no. And then, she even like, says it to the cop later on. I, I killed my mom. Yeah, yeah it's heartbreaking, but I, I wish I could get get over the fact that she she has a good five seconds to see who that is, and she still plunges the thing in her. I don't, I don't know if you're thinking right in the in the yeah. terror of all of it. Really? You uh, yeah. See your mother, you're not gonna freaking. I don't know. It would have made sense if there was no. Um, I wish there would have almost been. No, uh, no door on. And- I just want to know how Beatrice is a sleight of hand magician who's always able to hide sewing needles up her sleeves, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually pretty cool because I love the way the cops come back in and they're like, "There's only one problem. What do you do?" Because you know she, they could clearly tell she's not pregnant, so they know something's up, and then they say arrest her, and you know everything. That's when I was writing like, "Okay, the cops are doing the right thing. Like, how can they see that she's palming a needle?" But then it turns to craziness, you know, a needle in the neck, a head blown off. Oh, a, dude. Then it gets just batshit. Scissors? Awesome. She just, 
fuck shit up with scissors the oh. whole movie. Those big freaking scissors. She oh, she, man. Poor artist. Pierre. Poor Pierre. Yeah, man. JP. Yeah, yeah. JP. <laughs> John Pierre. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, figure, I, know. I, just, I, I figure if you're a woman, you're cringing, no question asked. But I was cringing as a guy oh. when she sticks the scissors into the fucking belly button. In the be- oh, yes, so was oh. I. Oh. Man, oh, man. When were you a guy? Oh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Brandon, have you ever done that? Have you ever taken your finger and pushed in your belly button? No, I don't like that. That skews me. <laughs> okay. No, I I cringe at the same thing. I don't I don't like the idea of that. You know, you cut someone's belly button and you know all their insides fall out. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's called insides. <laughs> now hold on. Insides. <laughs> why would she do that? If you think about it, if if she wants this baby, don't you think by putting that in her navel that would cause damage to the baby? Well, no, she knew she wasn't. She knew she was taking delivering that baby that night, so. Yeah, I, I suppose. I suppose. I do love Sarah's just survival instinct, though. Yeah, she's great. She she's is great. awesome. I mean, They're both great. The, a home tracheotomy, and then yes. duct tape it. Fuck. Like <laughs> my neck is hanging off. I'm just gonna duct tape it, it back it goes, on. It goes off the rails. Like this is. It becomes like Asian extreme. I think this is. The, <laughs> this may be the gory. I mean, it's argue. You can argue this. Murders is fucking gory too. I mean, they're all they're fucking all, gory. They are, yeah. Yeah. I think this might be the bloodiest. Yeah, I think it's very I think Martyrs is the most bloody. disturbing. Yes. Martyrs is bloody as hell. The first half is. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> they're all bloody. That's the thing about the French extreme. Yes, there's gore, but they go bloody too. <laughs> you know, it isn't just gore. It's it's blood and guts straight up, and they're good stories. You know what? Here's what I like. When JP comes and visits, the line that she says to him, because she has to pretend to be her mother, and she says something about the birth will save us. They yeah. Think, um, we've both been through hell. You know? Yeah, that's it's, a good line. Yeah, that's prophetic for, she's telling the yeah. truth. The birth will save us. That's She is talking about the birth, her, her, her style of birthing it. But, you know, they've been through hell, and it's it's going to save and And how she actually knows, and that's what's weird about this. Does the mother just decide, I want to have a baby with the thought of it being taken away? All of a sudden, her motherly instincts kick in, and it's like she has an arm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is she, that what's going on here? Yeah, and even at one point, she puts the sewing needle to her own stomach to basically say, you know, I will sooner kill my own baby than let you take it from me. Yeah. Which I, which I thought was was great. and uh, But I, I feel like things shift towards the end, and I feel like, even though the zombie cop scene is, is terrible, that's when, when things shift, obviously, because then it becomes, so, she becomes sacrificial, Sarah. She's, Sorry. It, it, it is. It's, it's I know, it's so a, he's crazy. Got the, he's got those sunken <laughs> eyes. fucking it's shit terrible. crazy. And th- what did she do? Didn't she have the gun to his head? So yeah, he like, his she head off? shot his eyes out. That's it. Her, she, that. shot, <laughs> she shot his eyes out cleanly. That, I, that really <laughs> bugs me. It is, it, it, it's something that irks me, too. Yeah, but... Uh, then Sarah becomes almost sacrificial because she's hurt. She knows she's not going to make it, so she needs the woman's help to save her baby. Yes, she does. I'm just blown away by by the brutality uh, of all of all the uh, of all the kills in this movie. It's just freaking brutal, right? Oh, it yeah. is. No question, it, it is, and it, it it holds up. And and it, now, do you get? The, uh, uh, sorry, I just wanted to ask if you guys got the impression that. After she kills the cop, if there was any way for her to deliver this baby and keep Sarah alive, that she would have? No, she doesn't seem... She I seems... 
her goal seems to get be the get that baby, and it doesn't matter how. I mean, uh, I'm not by any means sure about that. Okay. I'm not 100 percent sure because her motherly instinct kicks in to to save Sarah's baby and to try and help Sarah, but she she can't. And uh, ultimately, you know, in the end, it you know it doesn't favor anyone. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I know what I'm trying to say. I'm just not articulating it properly. I love like that ending is is a great ending, a haunting ending. It's uh, tragic. It's oh. tragic. <laughs> oh my god! It's a movie that I don't think I could show my wife. I don't know if she would appreciate this film. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. See, uh, yeah, I probably I imagine most mothers wouldn't want to watch this type of film. I hear you. It's it's definitely not easy. Yeah, definitely not not a pregnant woman either. Yeah, you'd probably want to see this before you have kids. Before not, high not, school. Not, <laughs> not, not, if they're in, not if they're freaking in utero, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Way before you have kids, maybe. Way before, but during. How about they say twat in this movie? <laughs> they you say love it. that word. They, yeah, it's the word say, of the night. Uh, twat. <laughs> That's right. It, it's, it's the word of the night. But she does call her a twat, that nurse. I love that part. Yeah. Just for no reason, she lights that up. Fucking, and she says, oh, that, stuff. that nurse was a fucking bitch, though. She like, is that. That, right. that nurse, it, like, that was a creepy, unsettling scene, too. The nurse just coming in and, and talking about how horrible everything is going to be and right. just dreadful. And then she, she gets up and then she goes, twat. <laughs> <laughs> was it twat or cut? I guess it was twat. It was twat. Yeah. It, was, it was twat. I'm the twat. I was trying to think, like, maybe that scene would come back. It's funny. My, my dad at one point was like, is that the nurse from the hospital? You know? I know, right? <laughs> it's weird. Uh, it's definitely weird. But I really, I don't know why. I just got the feeling watching this again this time th- that they were almost like in it together at the end. Um, in a way, I do see what you're saying. The woman and Sarah. It, it just, it didn't feel, it didn't feel as malicious as it, as it intended to be. Like, yeah, she had to kill Sarah to get the baby out, but it's almost like Sarah knew that. Like, they couldn't, they couldn't deliver the baby the proper way, so she cut her out. Didn't she say, like, like it stuck? Something. She said something. I she said something to the extent like it's stuck because I feel like the woman was trying to deliver Sarah's baby for her and then she says it's stuck and then the woman makes the decision like, okay, I have to cut her open to get this baby out. But it's almost like Sarah's like okay with that because she's going to save the baby. And at that point, you know, the woman, Beatrice, has already taken, you know, a flamethrower to the uh, – to her face, she's Ooh. she's not she's not long for this world. So she you know, burned her good, man. Oh man, oh. a little again over the yes. top, a little bit, a little bit over yes. the top, a little she, top, but still love she it, looked but... a, She was like a, the other yeah. Shout sister. She was like the third Shout sister. <laughs> yeah. She was almost just a black skeleton walking it was around. Just a fucking mess. She looked yeah. like what's his face, Philippe? What is his name from Frontiers? That came out of the oven. Oh, Hans, yeah. uh, Farid, Hans. The taunts. Uh, uh, Hans cooked for Reed. It was for yeah, Reed. That's right. How cool was she, though, going back to the beginning, just Beatrice's character, when you just see her as a silhouette in the window? Oh. Right out of a Telling Jallo movie. Yeah? She's just lurking? Yeah, it's just like a shadowed figure, uh, creepy voice from behind the door. Awesome. Yeah, fantastic, yeah. A shadowy figure. She's just there and, uh, yeah, so cool. All that stuff, the way it's set up, it's a great... You know, a great setup to a home invasion. The before is great. I mean, when it, when when she gets in, it goes to a whole other level. But a great first act too. And even before that, 
what we're learning about the Sarah, about how, you know, it, it, it's sad. I'd rather be alone, you know, and she doesn't want the help. So and then cold. she's, yeah, yeah she's, she's watching the family, taking the pictures, and, you know, she knows she's never going to have a father to the baby. And she's that distraught just because her husband's, she, she had visions of her and her husband and the baby, and it's never going to happen. And it hurt her so bad that part of her doesn't want to even have the baby. Yeah, you could tell she's such, like the like she's almost indifferent. Like she doesn't want it, which almost makes you feel like the other woman deserves to have it. Right? Yeah. Almost. And she even says it to her. She yeah. calls her on it. She goes, "You don't want this baby. I, I this and that, the other thing." Well, she's been spying on. She can see it. She's yeah, just oh, been. Yeah. She hates life. She hates people. Uh, the only downfall is it takes place at Christmas, and it doesn't feel very Christmassy. I know. I, I still movie. call it. A, I, you're right. It doesn't. Like from, I find an excuse to watch it in December, though, every year. <laughs> it, it, it's very bizarre. Like, it doesn't feel there's no snow. I mean, and I'm, I'm like, France, depending on the area. <laughs> I thought that was it. And France. France. No, depending yeah. on the area. <laughs> that was it. I'm done with that. No, France. but I mean, you would, you'd feel like there's areas that still get snow. And yeah, get, it just, you'd never get any of that in this. doesn't feel like, like it could be like summer. Right, it's like holidays. That Halloween episode from Kevin Smith that, that Brandon loves so much. That, that, I love it. I just thought it was better than the other shit. Okay, one. sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But here's something else. The cops say they could have got your name. It's on the letterbox outside, and she calls her Sarah. How many people have their first name on their freaking mailbox? <laughs> Sarah. Does. Well, she would know. There probably <laughs> would have been some sort of article written. You know, Sarah, whatever that last name is. Is you know so well, yes, but a yeah. stranger that that's that's coming in the house wouldn't have done that. I understand why she is the name, but the same from the. Well, cop, once she, but the once, she call, once she calls her Sarah, then then she gets freaked out. Yeah, I, I get all that. That's what she told the cop. But I'm saying the cop's point of view is he, she probably the, the whoever was trying to get in the house that said your name probably got it from the letterbox outside. Maybe it says S something, like S, so I guess you guessed Sarah. So so the cop's like, well, I guess you may have guessed Sarah with just an S. Could have been Solange. That doesn't bother me at all. I just really didn't know how she got into the house. But now that you say you can see it, I got to go back. Oh, yeah, it's sweet. It's just, you got to look for it. So she sneaks, you see her sneak into the house while the cops are in there? Yeah, it's just like a quick shot. You'll, You'll see it in the background. Jeez, that's awesome! It is awesome because I, that was like my major, major problem with this movie. Besides zombie fixed, <laughs> fixed, totally fixed, <laughs> totally fixed. Because they kept showing the overview of the of the of the house, and you know they were showing like a skylight. And I'm like, why do they keep showing this? Did she crawl into? How did she want to crawl into a skylight? She hushed herself in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she did hush exactly. I was just gonna say that, like in hush, right? Totally, that's brilliant. Man, uh, you know what this movie had that the others didn't? Well, no, the others had it a little bit, but oh. I always like watching when I watch these foreign movies. There's something funny about the translation where people state the obvious or say something funny, like you don't, you wouldn't see in an American movie. And there's like a couple lines, like when the guys, well, this this one isn't even funny. It kind of is he, when he says to him, "You just barge into someone's house." He tells him yeah. <laughs> when J, when JP sit on the couch and the real mother comes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. That was creepy, though. That, then who are you? Yeah. Yes, After great. he just told her he was the yeah. mother. Yeah. And then boom, boom, she she got right on his ass. And, but I'll tell you what, the prisoner, I think it was the prisoner, he made the most sense when he's like, we got to get out of this fucking place, he says. 
ones. Yeah, yeah, he's the only one. But no, he's attached by a uh, like it looks like a lanyard. A fucking leash. And he can't and he can't right. get off. I would I would have I would have taken the cop's pants off after he was <laughs> take his pants we off. Know you you know? Give him a few give him a few rubber tugs and then get out of the house. Flick your bean. Yeah. Flick your bean. Flick his bean and get I don't out. Care if you're dead, I'm sick of this cock. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he was attached. He was clipped on like the back of his jeans. I guess you're right. All right. <laughs> it was silliness, but I think we're coming close to the the time. What, a, what, what, what about the ending? What about the twist? What, I call well, it. You I guys call are throwing, what, let's go. What, what about the ending? I what? was going to go right to the rocking chair scene. Beautiful. Haunting. Yeah, it is yeah. beautiful. Now, now I'm assuming you you hear her gasping, so I'm assuming she's going to die. Hmm. That never occurred to me. Oh, I, I'm like a hundred percent convinced she's she's dying. She's I, she'll be dead soon. I never thought that, to be honest with you. You really think she's walking out of there with that baby in her condition? In her burnt face? <laughs> I like to think she is for some reason. You hear her gasping, and then I felt like I heard a laugh. Maybe that was just the baby. Maybe that was the music starting to play for the for the credits. But, I mean, it was a very depressing movie. Cause... Maybe you're stroking out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, smell, I smelled track. burnt toast, and I heard laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Christian, you took it that that she was she was just rocking with the baby until she you know left this this earth. Admittedly, I got it. I admit I will have to side with Dave here. I just stopped. Like, okay, her condition, she's not doing so well. No, yeah, she's not doing well. But I didn't think she was gonna die. Right? Then Maybe I'm there. looking too deep into this. I just but I'm telling you, the I fact it was just that the haunting factor of you see what's her face inside with yeah nothing. Her stomach exposed, baby out, and she's just rocking, happy as fucking a pig and shit because she, she got what she wanted. The end. I agree. Oh! Wow. <laughs> Christian, you're like right on it. <laughs> wow, look at you. You guys still don't know it. I'm going to let it play. I'm going to talk over it until the good part talks. Until the good part comes in. <laughs> We'll talk over a little. Um, <laughs> but I'd like, I, I consider that a twist. Do you guys? You know what I'm talking about. When no, we find out the whole twist. reason. Huh? The whole yes. reason. Oh, that she, mean... she, she was in the other car. Yeah, the other car. Yes. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. And it was her baby that actually was angry baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. And it makes sense. Any, any baby's going to be angry. <laughs> if that happens to it. Angry this might be baby. the part. You still don't know. What the fuck, man? Wow. Some people are screaming at the freaking at the radios right now. How about now? Come on. Wow, you guys are stumped. Yeah. I have no idea. It's an anthology. Pre show. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> right? I can't you... believe it. I knew you'd be kicking yourself now, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> I'm gonna edit this right out so we look so much Yeah, you gotta you gotta take Dave out. We're no, gonna, no, we're gonna I'm gonna edit it like he's gonna go, Do you know what this is? And it's gonna cut the writing on creep show. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna go back and record yourself saying creep yeah. show at the exact same time. Wait, hold on one no. second. Is it's... it creep show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good podcasting. There are some people that knew right away. They're like, "Are these assholes gonna freaking figure this no. out?" I know it's they. Fucking, you know what it is? It's, we it's, choked. 
like I said, I don't hear very well. It was even when you gave the anthology clue, I was like, no. "Is that creep show?" I heard very well. I choked. That's fucking. Oh, I, was, I choked too. I mean, <laughs> all right. We got to do ratings quick because we went over. Yeah, we did. Okay, nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's twenty-seven. Yep. That's not a Hall it's of Famer. It's not a Hall of Famer. Ah. I wanted to make 27 the number. Brandon and JP talked me out of it. Yeah. I'm going to talk. We would have too many films in the Hall of Fame already. Three, not, yeah, I guess you're right. Because we have had some pretty good films. Yeah. yeah and for, this movie, you know what? I looked at my IMDb. It, I had it down as a 10 out of 10. But truth be told, I've watched it five times now. And there are certain things that just keep it from being a perfect movie. Yeah, like Zombie opinion. Cop. Zombie Cop is one of them. <laughs> wow, nine out. Oh of- man, I really, really want to get other people's interpretation of the ending of that. Though I felt like, I don't know. No, oh. the baby, the baby oh. being stuck was a right big up. thing. Right I'm on the board. You. I'm telling you. Yep, th- this is true. This is true. Well, wow, we're, we're doing we're doing good time, gentlemen. We're this is an awesome time. time. Yeah, this is cool. So our main event, I guess we can call it now. And I'm gonna say. No, I'm not even going to say, because I've read a few emails that we've gotten with people saying what their favorite was and this and that. I was going to say I have a feeling that this is going to be the listener's favorite, but that may not be the case, because I've seen some different things so far, and we'll get you know we'll get into more of that on the next it's show. It's very divided. Yeah, I, I think it is. Like any great movie. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But yes, now we are getting into the original Martyrs. Wait, the original? Doesn't that hurt you that you say, oh, fuck off. Doesn't, it, doesn't the- it bother you that you, you have to say the original now? Yeah, that it bothers always me. bothers me, dude. Yeah. Saying it about t- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Saying that about so many movies. Please. Yeah. Halloween, everything. Friday the 13th. Even though if I did get some joy out of some of the sequels, or pardon me, some of the remakes, I still have a, yeah, I, I wish I didn't have to say that. I wish I didn't have to say Dawn of the Dead. 78. Oh, oh excuse you. me, 79. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm I can't believe we're doing Martyrs 08, not 16. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're going to be, yeah, the whole second half of the movie is going to be kind of different for you. Yeah, all right. Uh, Martyrs 2008, a young woman's quest for revenge against the people who kidnapped and tormented her as a child, leads her and a friend who is also a victim of child abuse on a terrifying journey into a living hell of depravity. Yeah, well, first of all, the movie opens up with, I guess we're supposed to assume that Lucy is, what, about 12, 13 years old at this point? When she escapes oh. and she's just running running through the streets, well, you the, know, covered when, in when blood. It, it jumps to 15 years later, right? Well, so that's think, when it jumps later on. Yeah, I, yeah. Think she's, I think you're supposed to figure that she's 8 to 10. I yeah, know she's in her 20s. 8, eight to, to 10. 8 to 10, I can't buy. She just looks much older. I don't know. I don't know. I could I could see her being my daughter. Now too. Anna looked young. Anna was definitely younger. Anna looked eight to ten because she was so much tinier than than Lucy when they're in the uh, the group home together. Man, I, I I gotta be honest with you. I barely remember. I barely retain all that much in the first ten minutes of this film. It's almost like I'm waiting for them to be adults. It's because I because yeah. you know because I've seen this movie several times. I, I uh, I'm a fan of the movie, but I'm like. I just want to get to the stuff. So I think I'm not committed 
to the, those early No, that's fine. I mean, it's not it's not a huge thing. No, it's, just, it's just a, a setup that it, yeah, it's just a setup their their relationship so that when you jump fifteen years later, you could see you know that Anna is basically Lucy's almost like her mother figure. Yeah, but you could see that she wants her to get in bed with her, even at that age, and the girl says yeah, no. So they, yes, yeah, that's yeah, alluding she, she, to something. And, yeah, I mean, it's 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 obvious that she that she loves her, but right, and and, and it's and we get to see you know yeah. the the thing that's pursuing her. So we we get just enough stuff. I don't know how exactly if they needed that scene when she's talking to the principal or whoever, and if that was really necessary, unless yeah. something I'm missing out on. But I mean, whatever. I'm definitely not going to pick this film apart. I, I can I can tell you that this movie is. Uh, I wish I can feel the same way as I did the first time I saw it, but and, but I'm not going to let that affect my rating. So you know when you see a movie so many times, you might not think it's as awesome as it was the first time you saw it because the first time you saw it, it blew you away so it blew much. Your fucking mind. It, uh, it right, blew, oh. right. It did. I, I gotta but be it honest. Does. The first I, time I saw it, yeah. I was confused though. The first time I saw it, I was confused a little bit by it. I feel and, the exact and, same as the first time as I do now, even with the ending and, and what I thought. But we'll get to that. We'll okay, to yeah, because the ending is certainly open to interpretation. But and uh, they are 10 years yeah. old. I checked IMDb. Yeah, I said 10 exactly. And they're 10 years old. I just, all right, that's fair. Come on. <laughs> I don't it's know. Okay. Brandon, that's reality. <laughs> yeah, that's your jokes are on point tonight, Brandon. You haven't Thank had you. a stinker yet. Thank you. So. Yeah, so I can't. Fi- I, I'm I'm the guy that's bringing all kinds of, you know, I'm I'm opening people's eyes. I think. I like the dreams of this, you know, <laughs> this feral creature, you know, chasing uh, Lucy and tormenting her. Well, there's so much. There's so much to this so, movie. There's and the, so many this, different layers. The, it yeah. Just as soon as you think something fucking ends, they open a door to something even more. You're like, what the? Literally. Fuck? Uh, yeah. This is this it's is literally, literally going a, deeper right. and deeper into depravity. <laughs> And this goes. This gets as depraved as possible. Can I say, but with without being a detriment to enjoyability of the movie? Oh, without a doubt. That and, and that's that's difficult to do. It is difficult to do because this is extreme. Yeah. Yet it's still a, a touching, moving story. Absolutely, it like really is. Every day, like I said, I don't need to see again. This movie, I'll watch over and over. Yeah, and over I feel the again. same way. Again, this was I feel like this was probably only my second time seeing this, but I will definitely watch this over oh. and over. And so I've watched it like I said, I think it, probably five, six times, you know, and I will continue to watch this more than the others. Yeah. This is my this was my fifth time watching this. I've watched the remake. The remake takes a lot of liberties that like I kind of alluded to it one time when we talked about it, it didn't go into much detail. It's like a light version of it, so to speak, and it takes liberties at the halfway mark by changing the story completely. Okay, I haven't so seen it yet. I'll, you, I'll check it out. Check it out. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. So I won't go into any more detail. Yeah. But it takes liberties that I think they shouldn't have taken. It's great because they, they at least try to do something different. But it was a wrong move. <laughs> it's where I'm going with it. Yeah, uh, I can so. imagine that because I, I can't imagine them going into something else that's going to top this. You know, I'm I not saying I, I want to say something to give you guys a heads up, but then that's a spoiler. So I'm just going to bite my tongue. Not off, but just bite my tongue and uh, and and leave it there and just say, check Don't it out. Don't yourself. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. This is Okay, so this might sh- give you an idea, prelude to the ending. This is the masterpiece of the French Extreme films and my favorite uh, that we've watched, especially in this batch tonight and that I've seen. So 
Well, there was there was a reason sure. why I why I wanted to do it last also. So hmm. if that gives any yeah. clues as to where we're heading. <laughs> right on. That's cool. But, and I thought you were going to be all about inside. This is good. I'm glad to hear this. You downplayed it then when we did the um when we did our top 40. Yeah. I well, I mean, I think I had inside high tension and martyrs all as my favorites for those years, I believe. Way to go mm-hmm. out on a limb, Mr. Canadian French. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> now, hey, it's like you. I just put the same joke back in from the actual episode. <laughs> nice. But, okay, so get, let's get back to this opening. Yeah, so, so, you, so we, oh. basically we could, it ends the earlier scenes, the opening act with Lucy slitting her, Lucy has her wrist slit and she's laying in the bathtub and she says to Anna, it wasn't me. Right. And then if and then all of a sudden it's fifteen years later. Yes, and then we meet that. Family. And then we meet you know this perfect father, mother, son, and daughter. How about that great intro? Let Go me on. interrupt. How about when the first time you see the girl in that house and she's running away screaming, you yeah. think that they're showing you something else when it's just her playing with her brother? Yeah, Beautiful. so cool. Just things like the, that. Can right? we go back to the opening shot of the movie? Fucking beautiful. Like, what a yeah. way to hook you in. Oh and great! Then, and then Excellent. through the and then through the credit sequence, it's like home movies and 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 whatnot. And then right. we we get to this point. And yes, what a great way! A happy go. I like oh. those home movies. I really like those home movies. Oh, they're so. Well I like done. how I like how they they're use cool. them throughout the movie. Well, not throughout, but at the beginning and the end. Yeah, they are cool. They, I, I really did. I it did adds, get a little touch. It adds, yeah, it adds a uh, you know a layer of um, what's the word I'm looking for. I don't know. Layers. All girls have layers. Oh, wrong. <laughs> wrong accent. Sorry. It softens it a little. Well, I can dig that. It I softens can... the edges a little. Because, like we said, it's a tough film. When they get to this family, oh. and what you see happens, you, you as the viewer, see, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to, when I'm, I give my, you know, my rating, I'm thinking about the first time I saw this movie. Because it's unfair not to. The first time you see that, and she goes through the door and freaking blows people away. I think the viewer feels the same way as um is is Lucy who's who's the uh who's the girl with the person chasing him? I, I Lucy. Lucy's chasing him. Lucy's the one that that that's shocking people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're okay. You're Anna then. Okay. So you, I think you're in the same place as her. Where you're like, well, are these the right people or is this you know this bitch flipped? I just I just wondered why she asked the son. I don't wonder why. I mean, I know oh, I why. Love that like, scene. And she is able to do the math and figure out that he was only three years old, but, but she still kills him anyway. Maybe she considered but letting she, him off for a half a second. He seemed, to, he seemed to not be able to lie. He knew what was going on because it's happening in their fucking basement. It's, it's no secret. He knows. Ah, and see, he, I was going to bring that up. And I don't think they're aware. I don't know. Okay. I knew he, I, I took it that they're fully aware. You think they're all aware? On. Yep. The kids later on in the film. Everything is so systematic. He's not treating these people like humans or people. He's treating them like subjects to get to the greater good, whatever it may be. What they want to find out, which is what they do to get to the end for Mademoiselle. Done. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So where I'm going with that in in my long-winded sort of roundabout way is that I feel the kids are totally into it. Like when he, he almost shrugs. Like, yeah, I was kind of aware. And, but, but before you even get to that point, I, I, saw, get I saw the shrug too, and that, that's yeah. why I brought it up because it's like, yeah, it's one of those things because they're so like innocent looking. Yep. This, Which, but that it's but that's even more terrifying because that's yeah. you know that's the face of evil. You know, it's you, there's and no. It was a family. That we yeah, just, it was a family. Uh, yep. 
who happened to have someone locked up as this is all happening, which we don't find out until like yeah. the second turning point that there's a, like a martyr-esque, which is very intriguing that their eyes are covered. And, well, her eyes are covered yeah. because of her ghosts. Her ghosts are cockroaches. Oh, right oh, that's what, what the... Wow. Yeah, she, remember she started cutting her arm off? That's because she, she sees like cockroaches. She well, they did the... mention that. I understand that because yeah. someone even brought it up, but I didn't... I didn't She's broken, just and... like Lucy's broken. That's why Lucy keeps seeing this feral woman chasing her and tormenting her in her dreams. I get that because that's the last that. person she saw. I love it, too, and the look of it. Oh, my God. But I love how it turns <laughs> out to be the girl that she left behind. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. It, that's it's, awesome. That's, that's awesome. A, that's fantastic. It's like her guilt... Yep. Yeah, it's her guilt, yeah. Just, oh. That's horrific. That's horror. Yeah. Now that's horror. That's horror. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Someone else said it. There you go. (laughs) But yeah, that's horror. All right. That's what you could say when you, if if they saw Mara's remake first and then saw this, that's exactly what they could say. Can I spoil one thing about the remake? I don't care. Why not? I don't care. I might never watch it. I own the damn thing. It's been sitting okay. at my freaking house for months. I haven't Okay, so the skinning. It. Guess what? In the Martyr's Light version, which is... The he was movie. a carrot peeler. No, 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 no. <laughs> She's they only They only skinned um, her bean. No. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so think of how effectively it was done in the, in the version that we all watched. Oof. It's yeah. left to your imagination. You're, we're focused on her face. Yeah. Until the big reveal... But we're focused on her face and just the pain that she's going through. And you're just trying to imagine what's happening. Oh, they show it more in the remake? They actually show the back being peeled off. Funny enough. Ah, for like, man. for a couple of seconds. Which is wow. funny because it's hard hitting. But it's still not as hard hitting a movie. Yeah. So there's a perfect example of showing where like, wow, they didn't show it in the original. We're going to show it in the remake. Maybe. Honestly, looking at Lucy's face. Yes. Uh, Anna's face, sorry, more, more in, in the original is more horrific because yeah. of just the beating. She just the, I, like her lip is split. It just she's that's my spoiler. She's been beat, that's yeah. it. I just thought I just wanted to say there's a perfect example because this movie doesn't shy away from showing you shit. Like this is hard hitting. It's it's graphic. It's gory. It, it, it's mouth dropping. Like you're just like what the fuck. However, it also knows when the focus on her face and that that is enough to instill horrific images in her head, which are then reconfirmed in a follow-up scene without actually having to show her back being pulled off. Yeah. And you're just like going, what the fuck? I like how this movie almost sets up like you feel like it's going to be Lucy's story. Right. They flip it halfway through. It's Halfway through, all of a sudden, you know, Lucy, you know, does what she does. And I get why she does. It's so sad. Dude. You know, when, oh. you know, and Anna, you know, she, she just a little too late to, to apologize. Oh, man. And it, it flips. Oh, it, my it, God. It, it, so it, uh. what, what do we got here? We got a beautiful setup a, 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 from the very opening scene to then this introduction of this family to then the the turning point of her of her being haunted. And then what ends up happening to Lucy. Mm-hmm. And then the, the discovery and then when of that, the when lab. You think that's done. <laughs> It takes a turning point to then the mother, then the then the one victim wakes to up. Introduce, yeah, the the yeah. the martyr yeah. or whatever the, the the person in the basement. And no, then, no, 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 no. One of the victims in the bathtub wakes up, and then they go through all that shit. Yes, you know, 
Oh yeah, the animal sequence. The mother was and, still alive. Well, that's in hiding emotion. and trying to hide it. From that's her because she didn't. She didn't truly believe. Lucy. Right. It's great. It's great. And all that stuff, and then boom, forty-three minute mark. It all changes, and yeah. you get this, and you get a freaking razor slices, and a, a, a another great one, a freaking a, a sliced throat. Yeah. Oh, so oh. like so almost cool. like petrol oil comes out of that fucking thing. It's crazy. It, it's, it's awesome. It's it's nuts, and then. Just when you think you're like, where can this go next? It's just right down like a, a spiral into hell. Like it's it's just mm-hmm. crazy when you see what happens next and what propels the story forward, and then how that part gets remedied, only to introduce even something worse. You're like, what the fuck? And telling you, like I said, it, it just goes deeper and deeper yeah. into depravity. It just gets more and more depraved. It's just it gets more and more horrific as and it shows like some of the more violent stuff early. Yeah. But yeah. then it, it, well, even yeah. as it gets tamer, just it gets so, worse for some reason. So a lot of people are, are confused about, well, what makes a martyr? And, that whole thing. There and, you go. The, I don't like name. that speech. It's, it's too quick. I don't 100% get it. They're talking about transfiguration and martyrdom. And it just it's just so matter of fact. Something about that presentation, that's one of my very small knocks. You know what though? At the end of the day, it's it's just a witness because some people are taking it literal of what it means, but there's like a an earlier definition of like a witness, a witness, a witness to what, a witness to what happens to us next. Yeah, type like somebody, that's really, somebody who's willing to sacrifice yeah. himself to to see what to witness what will happen next that goes way above themselves. Yeah. Yeah, so what though? I mean, you could do that with all kinds of people. Why would? But all I mean, the other people failed. No one ever achieved what, what she had achieved. And, and in that case, they were all so victims. they're making man-made versions of this. And so that's where some people argue, well, that, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't work. But within the confine, within this movie, I think it works fine. Yeah. Never I, had love the, I love the images. I never of, had an issue. Uh, yeah. Oh. I just don't get uh, the end game when she's giving the speech. I don't, I, I don't buy it. That's okay. I just wish it may have been presented in a different way where maybe a, a dummy like me could have understood exactly what she's saying because it doesn't make sense to me that they'd be doing all this based upon a look in somebody's eye. We're just going to keep freaking beating people to death and doing all this stuff because the, the way these pictures well, they want look, the answer. They want, it, yeah, how do they know yeah. there is an answer? Just because it's the because look they in don't. Eye. They don't. They, they well, yeah, so they're going to go through all that. It's a lot to go through. It's, well, it's dangerous. It's freaking It's cruel. Despite what your end game is, it's a cruel thing to do to another human being. Absolutely, it just well, seems a lot to do. What he's with Anna, with the which we we right. witness for a long. That's my one quibble of the movie. Too long. It, I it goes a little too it, long. It does go on too long, but it has to go on too long. Yeah, right. The first to. time I saw it, that's right. Exactly, it does. Uh, you got to go back to the first time you saw it and the effect that it had on you. Yes, and that is why it has to go on. Since he, in retrospect, we're sitting here now after seeing this enough times, saying now we don't. Now we want to just long. go past the scene and get right. There. Right, but the first yeah. time you see it, you're wowed by it. You're 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 stunned by it, and that's yep. the impact of this film. That's what makes it powerful. And let me say, her performance. Is probably the best performance of all five movies we've talked about tonight. And they're hot, these girls. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, I, I have a big crush on Lucy. I have a crush on both of them. But maybe even Lucy over. I don't know. It's tough. It's t- I guess it depends on the day of the week or how I feel next time I watch Oh, it. I'd love to flick your bean. <laughs> but, yeah, they're hot. But, unfortunately, they don't stay hot very long. <laughs> uh, especially with no skin. Yeah, that's kind of um, it's a deal. Oh, when Lord. I said get comfortable, Lana, I didn't mean take off your skin. 
<laughs> it's it's <laughs> and zero comedy in this movie. Yeah, there is no there's no relief. Nope. From what you're no, seeing, this this is a haunting all. movie. Awesome. This is a haunting movie. It's special, man. <laughs> it really is. You know, I I got to admit, even even the speech was confusing me because I was watching and pausing and writing stuff down. I'm like, right? You just don't. I, I I understand. The most horrific thing when she said is like, you know, they've been experimenting for 17 years. They've been doing this right. on everyone, on children, and they basically oh. found that young women were were the best yeah. at achieving this this transfiguration this right. this higher level this euphoric state without giving answers well they do give answers because Matt, what Madbelzel does sort of alludes to the fact that they she got the answer she was looking for yeah i don't know uh this this is this is really extremely debatable no. and, no. and, and <laughs> i think how so, about this well i don't care for like we're spoiling she's this she's a martyr yeah she became a martyr in, in, in a manner of speaking. How about that theory? That freaking she doesn't want the others to know what she knows, so she takes herself out of the equation and makes herself a martyr herself. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Bam. Like the, well, I the, have read that theory before, and, and I like it, but... Um, it can't be anything good. That's what I've always... Oh, the very first time I, I watched it, that's this That's so movie, fucking bizarre. I took it the other way. I took it that she heard... And she couldn't wait to get to the point, the point, so she sh- kills herself. Why she say keep doubting then? Keep doubting. That doesn't sound like. Yeah, she says to ATN, "Can you imagine? Right, imagine we, what there is what after we, death? What do we all he, do every day of our lives? We doubt that there's anything beyond. Yeah, but I mean, he says uh, no. Yeah. Hmm. And then she says, "Keep doubting. Yeah, keep doubting that you don't know what's after death." Keep doubting that you don't know what's after death, ATN, because what's after death is so beautiful or so horrible. It's so beautiful, I have to kill myself because I can't keep this secret and not everybody should know this. Or it's so horrible that you keep doubting and I can't live anymore knowing that this is what's coming. I'm just going to end it right now just to get it over with. I know what people are saying. Well, if it's something bad, why would she be in such a rush to get to death? Could you live with... Could you live with the truth knowing what's, something horrible was coming? She doesn't want to tell the others what she knows. That's Maybe. why she does it, because they're all going to be fucked up too over it. You know yeah, what? That, whole... makes my, that makes my enjoyment go up even more so. However, <laughs> it, does, it really does. The fact that, you know, but you know what, though? The reality is that I feel like if you, we, we're all scared of death. So if you think it's something ugly or that is not what you want to hear, I wouldn't be rushing to it. However, if you, you think couldn't it's a euphoric live, not, state, you couldn't live knowing something horrible. I couldn't live right now knowing, oh, I'm doomed for, for eternal hell. Like that would, <laughs> like I couldn't. Yeah, but you wouldn't be in a rush. To, I don't know. It's, it's, I, 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 guess really, I wouldn't be in a rush to go about my day. I'd be like, I, I would be like, that's it. It's over. I, I wouldn't be it. in a rush to die. No, that's exactly <laughs> it. I, I would feel like that. Like again, it, it could be ambiguous, no. and that's what makes it a great ending. Then I guess. But the reality is, I would, I would personally view it that if she heard something horrific, she wouldn't be in a rush to get to that point. That's how I no, feel it. I, but I, that's I, why I'm she's sure a murderer. I think if you hear something terif- horrific, you might be just just as quick to end it if you know you're doomed for that anyway. And not to, to spoil your, your lot of people who are doubting. Yep. She, I'm telling you, I, I love that so uh, She martyrs duality. herself to protect... Yes, protect the greater good of her people. She, in essence, becomes a murder. That that's yeah. I love that. I love now that the question theory. is, yeah. it's cool. oh, that's fa- that's fan freaking fantastic. The question yeah. is, is Anna 
well, we see the scene where Anna's basically staring up. She's doing the look now. She, she's achieved this, yeah. this final stage, and she's staring up, and you see almost like a, a white light tunnel. Some, you see that there's something, at least from her eyes. She's seeing something. Yeah. And then when she's talking to Mademoiselle, yeah, I mean, we're never going to know what she says, but is she able to feed her a lie? And, and that's her last act of revenge against Mademoiselle? Right. I thought that, too. Or maybe there is something beautiful after. She but speaks too long for it to be something good. If it was, was bliss, thinking... she talks to her for like 30 seconds. If it was bliss and something paradise and something amazing, she would just have to utter a few words. Well, did it, you look at Mademoiselle's it, face? She's listening like, ooh, like, ooh, ooh. And then her face becomes blank, almost as if um, Anna's telling her, yes, there's something beautiful, but because you've not gonna spent it. your whole life doing what you've done, yeah, it's not going to happen for you ever. I yeah. thought that the very first time I saw the movie, I didn't think it that deep. I thought simple as this. I thought that she told her that you people are all going to hell for what you're doing. A yeah. very basic it, thing. It could be as touch. basic as that. I love, I love that. That's the I reason. always thought just There's that. There's half a dozen different interpretations for it. And yeah. truth be told, if you're religious and you commit suicide, you're going to hell anyway. The, the whole yeah. thing was that you're not supposed to commit suicide right. to to speed up the process. I mean, if you well, want to take it from that literal, well, that was well. another thing. Like, I don't maybe, think it's a heaven hell type of thing that well, they're getting at. I think it's just an afterlife. Yeah, because they don't really get into religion because they could. They you know she never they never really talk about God or anything. But they you know it could have been like you know there's something out there for all of us after and you know there is no God and you know it's indifferent. So it doesn't matter what you did here. It's it's the same for everyone, which would be a horrible ending. But it's, it's a possibility. But it's a possibility. <laughs> There's all these different possibilities. But she says it's clear as a bell. I can see no other interpretation. That's her answer. Yes. Yeah, so she. So whatever she was told. Gotta be was, negative. <laughs> she was told definitively, and I believe it was negative. That's, I want to believe it's always... negative because I don't want to kill myself after watching this movie. <laughs> I've <laughs> always thought that Anna. I... Anna has literally lost everything. She lost her childhood. She uh, lost her best friend, the love of her life. She lost her skin. Poor thing. She yeah. lost her bean. She lost her mind. She lost her mind. She lost her bean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of loss. Uh, it's yeah, it's 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 <laughs> gut wrenching. It really is. It really is. And the whole thing with their relationship—that's an interesting thing too. You know that she's. You know, even her mother, her own mother, when she called her, she's like, you're not yeah. that girl, are you? She's crazy. So she's totally into this girl in every way. It's like the love of her life in every way, in a homosexual way, heterosexual way, whatever it is. Yeah. In any way possible, sexually, mentally, she loves this girl. She would do anything for this girl. Yeah. This other girl, I think, loves her back, just not in a way that includes making love. I think, I think no? Lucy, I think it, it's not even necessarily important why lucy doesn't love her back actually right. let, me say, let me say it this way it's not that it's not important i think it's just you look at what lucy came from she was basically raised her whole life strapped to a chair so she's she's completely damaged she she can never have a normal relationship so i think anna represents her her mother her her love you know everything like i don't think she can think in terms of sexuality with all the abuse and everything she went through Probably not. How long do you think she was in that chair for? I never uh, thought a lifetime. Not a lifetime. But a couple of years, probably. You think that long? I think she'd be dead long before that, considering what, how, what quick work they made of Anna. Well, I they say they, they advanced from when it was. 
you know, they were doing it for True. 17 years and she's got 15 years. So it, it could have been up to two years. I just, Eno- enough time that's where... That, that's, I can only imagine somebody enduring that stuff a little while. Like that girl that we saw with the stuff over her eyes. Which, what an amazing scene that we didn't mention. Oh. When she gets her up there and she takes the stuff out of her. Oh, and, oh man, that she screws out of her head. Oh, <laughs> We can never, we can't underestimate the blood and gore in this movie. No matter for anyone that has seen it, on top of this crazy plot and all these interpretations. But that ending, that ending is is. I mean, that ending makes the movie. That ending is the movie. That ending, yeah, that ending is what uh, it puts. And there's also the you know the whole when she finally reaches this breaking point where she's been beaten to a point, she starts she starts basically communicating with um, Lucy. Lucy's talking to her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that to me yeah. tells me like okay, like Lucy's almost like her guardian angel now. It's like guiding her, like you're, you know, like you're almost there. Sound, that doesn't sound horrible and depressing. No, though. it wouldn't be horrible for her. She did nothing wrong, Anna. No, but I'm saying that if she's being able to converse, what I mean by that is that there's some good there in the. Oh, there's that. I well, would. I believe. Be. I would believe her. there is. Yeah, her, absolutely, and I would think I, either one of two things. Yeah. She would either tell Mademoiselle that you're going to hell because you were bad and the good place is not for you, or there's nothing, and she was able to lie to her and tell her there's nothing. So she you committed know. suicide, and... So she committed suicide because her life's work has been for nothing. Beautiful. Man, I tell you, this it's, movie... Ah, man, I want to watch it again right now. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll help you because I could see her time. Ten out of fucking ten, this movie. Wow. That's, that's what Ooh. I give it. 10 out of 10. Done. 10 out of 10? Exploded head. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full head exploded. My balls, yeah. too. Like, everything head-wise on me just All gone. heads. Yeah. Everything <laughs> head-wise on you. All right. <laughs> awesome. Blown. I'll tell you what. Nine and a half. I'm not going full 10, but I'm going nine and a half. And the reason wow. I'm not going full 10 is the, the, the what I said before about the... The, man, the, the speech and, and stuff like that. But, I mean, come on. Nine and a half. That's wow. fine. Yeah. That's not fun. <laughs> well, like I said, the reason why I'm glad we did this one last is because this one was by far my favorite. 10 out of 10. Yeah! <laughs> All right. And 29 and a half points is wow. undoubtedly our second. Is it second? Second, yeah. Rosemary's Baby. All right, our second Hall of Famer. Yeah! This film, oh man, this film just blew me away. <laughs> and now it's time to flick our beans. <laughs> what well, time? Film. I dare you to do it while watching this film. No. <laughs> this film? As, I, as... I could to the girls before they're killed, maybe. Not the young girls, of course. But... <laughs> <laughs> Let me rephrase it. Anna and, and uh, you know, grown up oh. Anna and, and grown up Sarah. Is it Sarah? <laughs> they're covered in blood for half the movie. I mean, I don't think they're not with blood on them. I for can't. more than like a minute. Maybe when they shock on the daughter. <laughs> <laughs> nah. As depraved as I am with my comedy, no, I could never do that. Well, there's only one way to find out. I'm going to put it in and try. All right. See if it works. We, we, should, we, we should record that episode and all try together. Yeah. It'll be our first video. <laughs> our first video commentary. <laughs> yeah, Bukaki party. For- yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Disgusting, but you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad this came into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I, you know, I kind of thought two, two might make it, but I'm, I definitely thought this one was gonna make it because I knew I was coming in high on this, and 
and inside. Yeah, I figured one of you two would give it a ten. I didn't necessarily expect both of you, so but I had a feeling. Honestly, I was close to saying nine and a half, but honestly, this is one of those movies where the questions left is what makes it so good, so thought provoking. Whereas when we talked earlier about not enough for trouble every day, it's more like frustrating and confusing. Whereas this one, yeah, it can be confusing, but it's thought provoking. You can come up with your own interpretations, and they're all good, and they're all. Horrifying. Some are beautiful. Some are terrifying. Some are less beautiful. Some are less terrifying. But it just ultimately just works, and it's perfect in my my opinion. It's great, and I forgot to add to a couple things about this flick. Just I love that shot with the freaking with the feathers when she goes in there and she tears it up in the bedroom and shit, and you see the feathers coming down. Like I don't know if it's slow motion or not, but you know what I'm talking about when yeah. they first get in the house. That's awesome, and when she's stitching herself up, ah. Uh, Man, well, and it's the noise. I made this noise during this film and a few others, and a few others, and it's just um, that 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 movie invoked that from me because most don't. But I'm watching the movie and I notice I, I go ah like that. Ah, that's a delicious Doctor Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm just like oh, just like man, just wincing with, with their pain and just being amazed at the gore I just saw. Sounds and, like you need to see whew. a urologist. <laughs> Ah, that burns. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry. Oh, okay. uh, with, with respect to our listeners, I'm going to honor the uh, 30 minute timeline and yes, that's it. Yes. No, I'm, no I'm, I'm kidding. I just wanted to put you guys on the spot. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Respectful French Canadian yeah. over here. <laughs> I love that. I mean, people knew I loved this before coming into this, mo- uh, into this thing. Like I said, three of these made it under my top movie of the year for the respective years. Well, buddy, see, and you got to freaking gush all over him tonight. Yeah. I'm mean, more than gush. <laughs> <laughs> Report back. You gonna oh, it's great, man. I, I'm I'm happy we did this. I, I'm I'm shocked we were able to do it as quickly as we did. I love this new format. I think we should uh, abide by it with uh, most of our reviews. Yeah, yeah. Why not? It's fun. It's yeah. fun. It keeps us it from being cool. long-winded. It does, and it keeps and it gets less jokes out of Brandon. <laughs> That's always a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Whoo! I'm cracking the jokes now. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh yeah, let's let's get the hell out. I will gladly martyr myself for the greater good of exploding heads. <laughs> He's the horophilia martyr martyr. I can't even talk. And for the greater good of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are exploding heads. We're stroking out, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> We're, one of these days we're going to be on the show. Someone's going to stroke right out. <laughs> His head exploding. It's over. So we don't know what we're doing next show. How's that, guys? We have no clue. We don't. We had a couple ideas. We tossed around three different movies. We don't know. But it's going to be just one movie. I don't even remember three of the movies we tossed around. <laughs> I think I remember one. I, I can tell you three. 31. That I remember. John Demon. Oh, the, nice. And yeah. um, Don't Breathe. That's what we discussed. We don't know. Now I'm excited, though. Maybe you guys tell us. How about that if you get this early enough? I don't know. If not, well, sorry. It's up to me. Take what what we can give you. It is up to the editor. It's the editor. Mm -hmm. Don't mess with the editor. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah. We're going to go. I love all of you. I Um, love you all. We love you, too. See how happy he is? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to drink more. He's French extreme euphoric drunk bastard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's him. Are you going to be this way when we do uh, New Blood, Brandon? 
<laughs> I can't. Believe, what is you with know the what? love on that side? I, I, it's, I think these people are trying to fuck with me. No, honestly, I had to pick the movie because Dave put my name in the title. <laughs> the new branded. I love it. <laughs> I, had to, I had to pick it then. I was looking at the other choices. I was like, oh, I'm going to go with this. And then I saw Friday 13-7, the new brand, and I'm like, there it is. But there's people that are bucking it. They're picking it. It's the fuck. I'm like, you, Those are true Friday fanboys and girls. No, I'm a true. Oh, I, I, I know, die, right? Man. What is this? Save it for another day. Another day. Another uh, day, we, another dollar. We almost made a show without saying those three words. Take a drink. We almost. Yeah. It would have been the first one. I mentioned Roy earlier. You can mention Roy. When uh, when Christian said he figured out the end of High Tension. He said, yeah, you figured out like I figured out Roy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> nice I did, like I said, I didn't figure it out. It just happened no, to but be. You feel like, no, like, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be cool? And then the movie search point, I'm like, holy fuck, it's happening. I'll be honest with you. A long, long time ago, I saw an episode of, I don't know what TV show it was, but it had a very creepy storyline. And I said, they should make this into a movie. And then years later, they made Orphan. It was basically that storyline where there was a kid killing people, but it wasn't a kid. Oh, wow. And I was like, ooh, this needs to be a movie. And then Orphan came out. I'm like, fuck, they stole my movie. Idea. <laughs> Did you? Well, yeah, let's right. go. Episode yeah, no. 21 is coming next. We're gonna the, the review, we don't know what it is, but we're going to set the alarm again. Probably for 40 minutes, not 30. We'll and the drawing. And oh, yeah, we got a drawing. We got some, obviously. We got a ton of shit. We're just we got some swag. I'm going to watch some yeah. found footage. Some oh, we're going to I'm going to finish my challenge. Yes, found footage, challenges, so much going to happen. It's just going to be a fun show and a review. And that's all we got. Maybe we'll be number one again. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But it'll be a lot of fun. So, uh... Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you for listening. Yeah, let's call it a night. So, uh, we'll see you guys later. And keep doubting.